Welcome to the Higher Energy Superpower. This is episode 42 of the Turbo Duo Cast. I am your host, Salvatore Mata, and to my left is my brother from another game show lover. He is the oral assassin. He puts the ass in classic gaming. It's Trenton E. Wright III, Esquire, Esquire. Welcome to the show, Trent. Oh, thanks for having me on. <laughs> Welcome back for, always, always for another wanted, stupendous episode of the Turbo Duo Cast. I've always wanted Escapades. to be on a podcast. Yeah, well, you, don't, you, you, do, you do an all right job. So. All right. You know, and, and then returning as well. Returning. As ever returning. The reigning, defending, universal podcast champion of the world, Salvatore Superstar Soccer Speaking of which, soccer oh, season is is, is upon us. We are very, very close to soccer season as hey, we as record long this. As it's not on August 28th. We're about a month it away. Could be any day of the year. August 28th <laughs> or August 25th? 8th, 5th. I think it's August 25th. How about that weekend? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That might be the first week of soccer. <laughs> and it might be that Saturday. Cool. <laughs> well, we're not going to it then. You're not going to what? Not going to it then. Going to what? What's it? What's it? Soccer. Oh, soccer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, soccer is important, but, you know, we have a lot of opportunities there. Not so many opportunities with the game show. And, of course, it is going to be game show season. We're going to come back with you, to you guys uh, with our next episode and talk about some of our gleanings and some of our hopes, fears, and worries. Fears and, and worries. expectations. How many fears going into the show? That, that, <laughs> that will go into the Super Bowl that we know as our... W. That sounds like X. a personal problem for you. What do you mean? Your fears. Uh, Sir, this is not therapy. Well, <laughs> there's like a, you know, there's a palpitation hey, when you walk, when you, somewhere else. when you walk in, when you, and when the doors enter, there's a, there's an energy, you know, it's like, it's electrical. It's a musk. And you're just not sure what is going to result there. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So it's, it's exciting. And um, today's an exciting day because we're going to be talking about the Sega CD, some of the history of the Sega CD, some of our favorite games on the Sega CD, and we might even have a guest uh, showing up later in the episode. It'll be a shoot. To discuss mm -hmm. it with us. You know, we, we talk a lot on this It'll podcast be a about people in our formative years that were a part of this whole adventure, and there were quite a few of them, and um, I think we had the opportunity to have one of them come up from Florida where he now lives, uh, a good friend of ours that um, loves the Sega CD. And so we'll, uh, you know, stay tuned for that in the second half of this episode to hear more and uh, and see who our guest is. Um, and we have another special guest. Who's the other special? Oh, we're going to have a special. Oh, we have another special guest as well. A we're, not famous, telling, we're not telling you. A very famous person is going to be on the podcast. We're not, we're not telling you. Uh, at the same time. So you're going to get a double whammy of... Uh, uh, of individuals that are going to be uh, showing up on the show and giving their opinions or not. But with that, we're going to get into our first segment. Actually, before we get into the first segment, we did something last time that you guys saw, if you watched the episode, where we had a taste test. And so uh, we're going to enter now what we call our Fago Break. Fago Break. Fago Break. Last time we had the... Cotton candy cotton flavor. Candy. Oh, yeah. Which was actually pretty decent. Which we oh, enjoyed. Yeah. And uh, even though it's after uh, the 4th of July, sometimes we have the leftover soda product. 
that uh, uh, arrives at some of the uh, discount <laughs> the department stores. Dollar trees. And um, we, Trenton, you just so happen to see it there. Do they have a section for Fago there at this store? They, I mean, most of them do now. They have, they'll have like the regular like orange soda, cola, and um, I remember Job Lot used to have it, and Shoprite used to have it. Yeah, yeah. They just it's just with all like the carbonated drinks and juices and everything. I don't know. I guess they're I guess they're in the Fago loop now. Yeah. I mean, I love it because Fago does a lot of weird, interesting flavors. So we yeah. want to, as much as we can, if we can do some taste tests for you guys to let you know, that way maybe you can go to your local uh, Dollar Tree. I imagine that if uh, they're at ours, they're at yours, wherever you're listening to, if you're in the uh, contiguous United States. Mm. It's uh, naturally and artificially flavored. Well, you get the best of both they worlds. They put the, uh, the firework flavor is natural. So this well, is, that's the natural the part. Yep. The sugar <laughs> is artificial, but the natural is the firework. Yeah, and so, the freedom. Yeah, so this is, um, if you ever remember those rocket pops, um, you like those, right, buddy? I have not had one in you've forever. N- no? No, but you've had one. Yeah, but yeah, you, you, have have jo- one. you have Johnny Pops, though. Yeah, but they're, they're like that, but they're not like the rocket pops. The, the rocket ones. Actually, these look more like Johnny Pops than rocket pops. Rocket yeah. Pops. Um, so I, I think we should just delve right in and um, give give the people <laughs> this our, is what they want. Yeah, give them our, our perceptions of it. And we have to uh, as we crack this right here. Ready for the mic. Ah, yeah. I, I didn't get that. But we're gonna pour this in. We're gonna give you a oh, color right. a color review first. Oh look at that. That was right, it was clear. No color. Some of us appreciate that. Well, it, it has a color. It's not no color. No color would be it would look like sprite. Is that all of it? It's got a cloudy mix. Yeah, so this would, this gives off the vibes of like the Arctic Chill uh, Powerade. <laughs> or the Gatorade, the Glacier oh, Freeze. Oh, the Gatorade, or not Powerade. But they make Glacier a, Ice. Yeah, they make a... Shh. So you can hear the effervescence. <laughs> that tells you that this is a well-carbonated <laughs> beverage. I can tell smell you... If we can, Yeah, if we can smell it here, let's get a... Like it's definitely giving me that rocket pop, yes. Johnny pop, even a little bit of that, you know, cherry glacier flavor, a little bit, you know, from the Powerade stuff. Mm-hmm. The freeze. If you guys don't mm. know what a Johnny pop is, you can look at your local, local Big Y because Big Y has <laughs> only if you're in yeah. Connecticut. <laughs> well, uh, they have Massachusetts, it. maybe. Well, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, so I know that it's so your local grocery some, store somewhere where you live. Yes. Somewhere. Somewhere York, locally. Any town USA. So, uh, gentlemen, how about we take a little taste out here, Sal? You can take a first taste and give your perceptions to the people. Trenton, nice, you take one as well. Give it a nice swig. Can we get a second one? Get a second sure. One? Get a second one. Really, really feel it in your mouth. It tastes like a Lost. rocket pop. It doesn't taste like a Johnny pop. It tastes like a rocket pop. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's all right. It's not a, it's not a strong flavor. But so wasn't the I cotton know, the, candy. The rocket. Yeah. I like I it. Like, I like I, the cotton candy one, though. I, I like it. It does. It tastes like a melted down rocket pop. Yeah. yeah. Not a strong taste. I mean, I could drink a whole can. I guess. Yeah, no, definitely. And it doesn't have any of the colors, which is good because, you know, the crunchy folks like us, <laughs> we don't like any of the artificial colors. And just, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, it doesn't have any of the dyes. Yeah, it doesn't have the dyes, which is nice. So, but it just does. Corn syrup. It just tastes like it, and it's got a nice. It's got a nice carbonation. Mm. Really cold. You got to have it really cold. Oh, of course. I, th- you know, bang for the buck. I don't know how much these cost, but a dollar twenty-five for a four-pack. I mean, <laughs> I buy that for a dollar yeah. twenty-five. Yeah, Dollar Tree, you get a four-pack. That's awesome. 
I mean, that's that's got to be cheaper than most. Oh, and there's actually I got I have to go there. There's a record store, uh, Static Era Records in Milford. In there, um, they have like a little refrigeration thing, and they have a bunch of different Fagos in there. So, oh, really? I have to go there. Get and one or get two. One of the, they have the 24 ounce bottles. Oh, like that's a, enough. I think I sent you. There's like they have a couple of the weirder flavors, so I got to go there and grab some for the next time. Is this a place you've known about? Yeah, for Static a while? Era Records. Yeah, in Milford. It's a small. Yeah, it's a small uh, record shop. Okay, that's yeah. really good. You like you like it? Then I know what a Johnny Pop tastes like. You can speak into the microphone. <laughs> yeah, but I know. Don't tell me. So that's not like a Johnny Pop. Yes. It's Why really, don't it's you like tell a, me? In the like Baja. A, <laughs> it's, oh, you want to know what freedom tastes like? Whatever. Why don't you fight in the Baja? <laughs> you weren't there. <laughs> I was. <laughs> oh man. You can't get freedom in a can. I mean, you can't. I mean, it tastes like freedom. No. <laughs> um, I, well, you can take here. Take another sip, yes. and then we're going to be done. No, it's amazing. You're, you're already bouncing it's, off the walls. It's amazing. Yeah. So let's get to our next segment here. What are you playing, Trenton? Are you playing anything? You have any time to uh, to pick up the pick up the sticks and and the and the game pads and you know plug in the cords. <laughs> We're talking about video games? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, very minimal, but I did... How's your SCART doing? Oh, uh, which... which uh, the Genesis one? Sure. <laughs> How's your SCART port? <laughs> the on, solid? On the, on the t- <laughs> It's... <laughs> we gotta get you one of those Bandridge switchers. Because that'll save your TV, too. You don't want to keep switching it out. What'd you just say? A SCART switcher? Bandridge <laughs> switcher. <laughs> Sound like a marble mouth. Right you know, Bandridge Switcher. Bandridge Switcher. Yeah, it's like a SCART selector. The SCART selector, yeah. yeah. But I mean, I only have the one SCART. I don't have any. I mean, I only use it right now, on the, obviously, on the Genesis and the Jaguar because it uses the same thing. Oh, so you're not switching it? No. You're using the S Video for your Super and your Nintendo? Yeah, 64? I don't have a. Well, I'd have, to, I'd have to modify those, right? Not the Super Nintendo. No. No. To use the SCART? Yeah. Well, I don't have a SCART for that one. Okay. Yeah. So I just, yeah, right now I'm just using the S video. The one, um, cause I had the S video for the 64 and the Super Nintendo. Do you have an NS1 64 that you could send to Marcelo? Yeah, I do. Just it get the simple, NS1. just get the simple mod. Maybe, uh, the next time. Yeah. Cause I have a few things. I still have this under my game. Well, gear. there's always things we can send no, to, to Crossface Gaming that can only do, I can only do one at a time. No, I know. One at a time, <laughs> player. Um, yeah, so what we, are you playing? We mentioned it on the, the previous episode. Uh, our thoughts on it, but by the time that one came out, it is already out, and that is uh, AEW Fight Forever yeah. on the PS4. So I had pre-ordered the game. I think I mentioned it before I even. I had think a it's PS4. fair game. It's fair game to talk about this game. It's and fun. I, yeah, and I before I even had a PS4, and then I ended up finding a PS4 like a week before the game came out. Um, so yeah, this was like this was the first game I pre-ordered and a modern game in like over I don't know eight or nine years when I had like the yeah. Wii U. Mm-hmm. Um, the best modern console of all time. What? Wii U. Oh, well, okay. Opinions are fun. <laughs> they um, are. But yeah, I mean, there was a lot of hype around it. Then there was also not a lot of hype around it because people were kind of weird, iffy, right? I know. Because it was had been delayed so long and there was like... It's kind of like when you walk into RWX and you're not sure what's going to happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like I talked about? Yeah. <laughs> that was that feeling. Yeah. Is this going to be good or is this going to be... Really, yeah. Is this going to let me down so hard that I'm going to just crawl up into the fetal position, cry myself to sleep, yeah. wake up, cry myself a little bit more. Well, okay, that's enough. Not eat anything. <laughs> All right. Yeah, the list goes on. 
Yeah, but I mean, because you know, it. I, I got. So into, what happened? I got into the hype where it was, I was like watching like all every time like a new video came out about it. Like, ooh, a new little thing came out about yeah. it. The you have like play. a chill that would go down your spine. Like, oh, yeah, no, like, oh my god, someone someone's got a test copy. They just oh. played it for like an hour and they got their thoughts. You know, on I it. love that trend. <laughs> I love the, the the that vigor and feeling and that palpitation and that that energy. So yeah, I I bought into the hype. Um, Hook mainly because line and sinker. Mainly, I I was positive. Like throughout the whole thing, because I just I don't like the WWE games at all. They're, so I was like, yeah. it has to be no, like, least, nobody really does. At least like playability. They play wise. it because it's the only thing that they can yeah. play. I was like, at least playability wise, I knew I was gonna like it better than that, and so I already considered that a win. Yeah, in a way. Um, but yeah, it's it's like I'm like fifty fifty on it. I mean, the, I love the gameplay. In Are it. you more like seventy five twenty five? Uh. Yeah. I, think it's, I think it's better than 50-50. Well, no, I know. But like, you get influenced by what other people are saying about it. And you're like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. But like, the playability is great. How do you great. feel when you play it? No, it's 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 fun. But you you know, after a little while, you do realize like it, it is lacking in some of the modes. They, they didn't put like a ton of... Like, there's not like a steel cage match. I mean, um, they can add those things, no, I guess. No, I know. But that, that's kind of like the ongoing thing okay, right but, now. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Because here's my thought on this, right? They wanted to get this out. It took plenty of time to, but now they can refine it. And probably what they're going to do is you had WCW NWO World Tour. You had Revenge. You had WrestleMania 2000. You had WrestleMania. We had WWF No Mercy. So they're going to continue to iterate on this to the point where they're probably going to enter all that stuff into the game. I Well, I mean... Well, Business sense, right? I mean, they, they, they want to make more money. No, I know. But that that's kind of what's been going on right now, like... There's a f- so when they came out, there was a lot of there was a lot of bugs like the on like remember what I told you like, yeah you couldn't for couldn't some get reason on if match. you were connected online to your PS4 like you couldn't even like play the game like oh on uh, offline yeah. yeah 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 if you're if just if your console was connected to the internet so weird it was so they had to do that patch I haven't even tried to play online but I've seen people complain there's not a, it seems like there's not a lot of people playing online okay allegedly I mean um, I, I'm not, I'm not afraid of that because a lot of the people that are buying this. Probably want it for that no mercy feel. They don't want to necessarily yeah. go online. Yeah, I never really play, and play I mean, with a bunch of people, so I don't think me, that necessarily, you know, speaks to the the success of the game itself. Yeah, you know, but but then that 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 zeitgeist can get in the way of people actually enjoying it and buying it. That's the thing I would I would worry about more than anything. Yeah, I know it is a thing they said from the beginning that like this is a game that we're planning to build on and not release like new games like every year like it's going to be this and they're just going to keep building on that oh really allegedly but it seems it, now there's people are kind of like iffy on it it seems like they delayed some dlc stuff that was supposed to come out and now they don't have like a release date like um set for a different dlc um but they did announce that that like fortnite style the um i saw that. the stadium stampede yeah. which i mean it looks fun so I hope that and that's going to be a free DLC. I can't remember when they announced. I don't think they announced the actual date for that. How's the like the character building like uh, single player like? Um, so uh, I haven't I haven't even I haven't even had time to do like the campaign like the campaign mode. Mm. It's it, it is modeled kind of around like a, a No Mercy. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not like crazy um, in depth. But it, I mean, you know, I, I, I haven't tried it yet, so I can't say personally how how it is. I mean, I'll but say I'll I've say done, like I've only done, every time I play, I'm like I'm Penta, and then I do like the royal, like the casino battle royal. You know, yeah, that's like I I still think that's like the best type of match, especially if I haven't. We only played with two players the other day, but I mean, if you have like four people playing that, I think that's like the most enjoyable 
like part of the game. Yeah. Well, one of my controllers is in the shop because yeah. modern controllers can't seem to stay straight for some reason. But um, I, from what we played of it, like it definitely got gave me those those uh, you know THQ Aki feels. You know, from those games back in the day, it just it just has that quality. I love the aspect that this kid here could play it. You know, like a nine year old could pick it up and, and figure out the moves. It's like okay, this button throws him. Punch this kick. this this button grabs him. Wait, did you like it better? Yeah. Than the WWE the two K game. Yes. Yeah. Because it's it's just easy to get into, right? Mm-hmm. And it's more fun. And honestly, like the the action of it looks really good it's at least i don't know on the ps5 i, I thought it looked yeah it's, you, you're not you know you're not gonna get like that super ultra realistic no i don't think there's any difference WWE. between the ps4 and the ps5 version that's great then yeah, i mean yeah, I, yeah. I just think that i like the character models i think it would look good still if they tried to go ultra realistic but i don't think it would lend itself to that retro look like we're going for. And I think they really found a nice middle ground. And the the sound is the one thing that really ties it all together because Oh yeah. Like when like we're the in hits you're, you're in the hits and then you're in the match where you're throwing them up against the electric fence. Oh yeah the barbed wire match. And you can hear like the crackling and the popping and it's just yeah. it's just it's the right level of volume to make you feel like you're like you're uh, it's adding to the experience yeah, it has all the, the, the crowd chants and everything and we didn't i mean we didn't even really play that long so like especially when you start getting like all the weapons and everything like i was like where you can you where's can, uh, the ladder that i can just shove across yeah. somebody's face you know and you, when, you, when you when you when you find a darby allen skateboard and you can ride the skateboard yeah, all around what? the arena yeah <laughs> um so yeah i mean i've probably only gotten to 50 percent of the game so but i mean i've enjoyed it so far is it I, is it worth the, the asking price if you're someone like me, that's what I'm saying. We're not, so. we're not talking about the new yeah, gamer yeah, who's yeah. playing Fortnite. If you're like, someone like me, I think so. But the classic I, retro gamer who enjoyed No Mercy back in the day, four player. If you didn't pre-order it, then I'd probably just wait, maybe like another month or so, see like what DLC they put out for free mm-hmm. or what they plan on. Because a few weeks ago they went on Twitter and they were asking people to send us like all your comments or what what you want us to fix that's cool. or what so the, you so want. They're, so, so they're they open to they the made community. like a spreadsheet thing and they took everyone's requests and like, oh, these are all the things we're going to look at. We can't guarantee everything's going to get. I like the transparency though with the community. Yeah, that that's everything's going to get thing. addressed, but we're going to work on certain ones. Um, so I, you know, I have trust in that they'll, um, they'll keep updating and like the mini, uh, we didn't even play any of the mini games on it either. Mm. So there's like, there's like Mario party style mini games on it. Oh really? Yeah. 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 Um, so you, if you can, you unlock more by doing the uh, like the career mode. There's like forty mini like games. Super Monkey Ball. Yeah, there's like forty mini games. Mm. They're actually pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think that's something for everyone. I would definitely, I, I'd pick it up. I'd wait maybe another month you're or ha- two. But you're ha- overall, you're happy with the purchase. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Good. Yeah. I mean, we've been waiting for this, right? I mean, we've been waiting <laughs> for decades yeah. now to have a game. Literally decades, two decades, we've been waiting for a game like this. Yeah, and we 2000. finally have it, and you know, it's we're still kind of like, okay, let's see what they do with it. But I think I think it's promising. I think it's really promising what they've done, and I know that we had a lot of fun just playing the short time that we did with the little guy. Yeah, so I would I, say if you're not a fan of the WWE 2K games, I would give this a try. Oh, definitely. But just don't expect, as of right now, like the level of detail and modes and create a wrestler you know what the, the best way to explain it for somebody who hasn't played these games didn't play them back in the day but maybe played some other stuff some other retro stuff if you've ever played 
um, NBA NBA Live, like the new one, or like the NBA 2K games, but then gone back and played NBA Jam, or if you ever played Madden and you went back and played NFL Blitz, this is sort of the equivalent of of going from a WWE, which is like super simulation, to more arcadey style right. and just over the top fun. And if you're into that, which is what video games really are, um, and what they should be about, you know that that's the other thing is like you play video games to have fun, and if you want to have fun, this is a game to get into that you don't need to learn a million controls, and it's just fun. I would. I'll play NBA Jam and NFL Blitz a hundred times before I play Madden and oh, NBA 2K. I don't, even, I don't even own a Madden. <laughs> I mean, I think I have Madden on Super Nintendo, and that's it. But those are great. Those are more arcadey, those yeah. Madden games. So it's all Blitz. So, well, I'm excited. Maybe, Trent, maybe you can give us a little update as as the uh, podcasts go on, or if, you, oh, yeah. if you have some when updates they... on the game. Because this is a retro game in, 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 the, in, the, in all intents and purposes. I mean, this, is, this game was created for retro gamers and people that have retro gaming proclivities. Proclivities. Um, oh wow! So is that that's pretty much where your time has been focused? Um, yeah, and it's not even that much. I mean, I also have uh, another a heaping helping over here. Is that so? That's going to be a combination. What have you been playing as well as? Uh, I mean, I have. I've only play, I've only played it once since I got it. That's okay. All right, so we'll we'll uh, we can we can we'll round about back we'll, to we'll, that. Yeah, we'll save that. So I've been playing a few things. I, of course, I bounce around a lot. Um, I'm not sure if I talked about this on the last. Uh, episode, but I finally beat the Nintendo Entertainment version of Super Mario 2. Two? Oh, no, you, you told me that, yeah. Yeah, a few yeah. weeks ago, and um, you know, after beating it, I have a new appreciation for it. Um, <laughs> I I still think it's, it's probably the hardest of like 1, 2, and 3, I would think. Uh, the hardest game to get through, and um, but it's a it's a really good game, and if you like Mario games and you haven't tried it out, there is the Super Mario All Stars version of it, which is a little bit more friendly because you have save states essentially. Oh, okay. That every time you beat a world, you can save, and that's originally how I beat it. Um, but I never beat it as a kid. We owned it as a kid as when I was a kid, and also oh, you beat it on the Mario All Stars version when I was when I was younger. Yeah, yeah, listening to Man in the Mirror by Michael Jackson, as you would when playing that game. Yeah, yeah, that's what I used to do. <laughs> Uh, Michael Jackson had a heavy hand in my Super Nintendo playing back in the day. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. We can get into that another time. But um, really cool animation at the end when Mario's like waking up from his sleep and it's, they show it's him. All a dream. They show him snoring. It's all a dream. You know, spoilers if you haven't played <laughs> through Mario two, uh, Mario is dreaming or is he? <laughs> or is he? But he's but his like breathing and you see like his mustache sort of increasing and decreasing i do have a little video that i took of it so maybe we could oh, we can right. splice that in nice um but yeah really Proof. fun really fun game and you know good stuff so i i got through that i did play we sorry to disappoint you guys but we talked months ago beginning of the year about uh golden eye and the world is not enough oh yeah yeah yeah. well you know things change right uh plans changed plans changed <laughs> um is that uh is that talking about talking a dream Huh? They're talking to, talking to Dusty Rhodes. Oh no no no! The Macho no, Man's no, talking no, to Dusty Rhodes. No, 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 I told you last night with uh, Meltzer. Oh, that's right. Meltzer says plans change. Maybe <laughs> the, for you, uh, Meltzer. As a as a Easy E calls him the useful idiot. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Easy E, gotta love Easy E. So I've been playing Goldeneye a little bit. Oh, you have. Yes. Oh, in in uh, preparation H for possibly possibly doing yeah. the episode. Yeah, and so. Um, 
I came, I, I won't give it away, but I came away with a different perception of the game after playing it, having so much time go by since I played it as a kid. Mm. My so per- you haven't even played it since then at all? Not really, not even, no. Oh. Not, just a little bit. I don't know. My, my, you know, brother Tony was here and we were playing some one hit kill, you know, deathmatch. Yeah. But, you know, actually going through the campaign and playing the campaign, um, there were some things about it that I was like, man, I didn't even realize this. This was the case beforehand, um, unless I just forgot. But um, that would be kind of cool to go into it because now I've played a couple of levels of both games. And they're a little bit, you know, it's it's interesting enough. They're close enough, but not to be able to kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. do a little juxtaposition. Well, yeah, obviously... One's well, I guess we'll get into it. Obviously, one's better than the other. Well, I mean, it's 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 an interesting conversation because you have the champ, and then you have like this contender in a way that came after. So it's it is an interesting converse conversation. The forgotten. Um, playing a little Star Fox, so keeping it Nintendo. Snennies. Yeah. So usually, usually we're on the Sega side playing games, but I've been playing um, some Super Nintendo, been playing some Nintendo, been playing some I know. 64. I had that, you know, I had that fever to, to play some. I was like, well, I really want to play some Super Nintendo, and then my Super I know, right? Nintendo didn't work. I know. I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> we have like four of them here. You can take one. <laughs> we got four of them here. Just, we've amassed them, including the little guy. Well, um, I have one. You have your you have your Super Nintendo in your room. Do I have? You have more systems than anyone. What do you mean? I, I don't know. I I pretty, that's PS3, pretty straightforward. All right. Off the rails, guys. we got plenty <laughs> of time to get off the rails the later part of the show when our friend shows up, which we'll see how that goes. Um, so, Star Fox. Forgot how awesome that game is. It's an awesome game. You can't forget how awesome it is. You know, you always know it's great. Okay. You know it's great, but then when you have that tickle inside of you as you're, as you're playing... That little, that little, that little tickly feeling of right on the bottom. This is this is where I want to be right now. You know that you know that feeling <laughs> where you're like, good luck. This is this is where I want to be, and I want nothing to do with anything <laughs> but this. <laughs> that feeling that you get when you're playing a game. I got that playing Star Fox again, and I was like, man, we we should talk about this game, you know, but maybe not. But it's it's All um, in due time. Star Fox was such a which was such a cool game and was a breath of fresh air for the 16-bit. Um, you know, I don't want to say wars, the 16-bit generation, um, because it was something new that was sort of gimmicky, but also was... But it worked. It worked. Yeah. It worked really well. It, was, so, it, yeah, it, was a, it definitely was a gimmick, but it, it worked. Sometimes gimmicks work. <laughs> yeah. Look at the Wii. Yeah. Right? Um, so that's been a lot of fun. And then just the other day, I started playing... Fantasy Zone. Fantasy Zone. <laughs> and specifically <laughs> Fantasy Zone on the TurboGrafx-16. And I'll tell you what, man, that, that game was made for that turbo button. I'll tell you what. Oh, okay, I got you. Because you hold rapid down that fire. Tur- and he is, it's not even rapid fire, it's like just like a laser beam. Like, that's oh, how it just, fast. It just looks like one It's like, shot, one it's, it's just over, yeah, it, it, it's, and it makes the game playable because otherwise the game is usually really hard. Mm. I got to the, I got to the second to last level. I got to the second to last boss. I remember playing it like it's so good once on the, it's NES, so good. on the NES. I think I had rented That's a good version. I think I had rented it from Stop and Shop. I don't know how the turbo works in that. Like if the turbo is like, just like it is in the turbo graphics. I mean, I have no recollection of like how it plays or if it was Do you good. have it still? No, no, no. I rent, I rented it from Stop and Shop Video back That might day. be one game I want to try to pick up at, uh, at the show. Isn't that a Tengen one? 
Yeah. Yeah, it's on the car. Yeah. I might want to pick that up if I can and, and, and just see. Cause just, to we've have, got, just to see how it plays. We got the four score. I'm sure it's not that expensive of a game. Four score? What? Do you, what? It's, the four score for the turbo fire. Oh, oh, you mean connected to the control? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, gotcha, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. And just see, you know, see how it. Yeah. How, how how it works, but that was a that's a good version. All of I them mean, are kind of good, like the the I mean, master you got the system. Turbo graphics version, and you're just going to be playing a, a watered down version of the game. I know, you know, but I don't know. Sometimes I like to have yeah, but, yeah, I know. See how different versions compares. on different systems. Yeah. So, um, but just a just a blast to play. Like it's a it's a really good shooter that's more in that um defender mode. Yeah, because you can kind of just go anywhere on the screen. Kinda. Yeah, you got to kill the you got to kill the little. Um, oh yeah, speaking of that was the generation other game. That was the other game I played. I mean, it wasn't generators playing, but I played that one night on uh, the Jaguar Defender two thousand. Remember I sent you? I was like, oh, I finally got a high score on it. Really good, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I love Defender. I love Milk Mine Defender. You know. Yeah. Cats getting milk, right? Yes. So yeah, so we've been playing games. Hopefully, you guys have been playing some games. Yeah, um, who doesn't play games? Yeah. Well, I don't play. Um, I'd say, I'd say, put a comment down of what you guys have been playing. But uh, you know, you guys are not you're ignoring us. <laughs> you don't love us anymore. We well, get one comment. <laughs> Steve. Yeah. Sam, where are you? Um, Sam, where are you? So let's get into some pickups. What do you guys think? You get some pickups? I don't have any. That's well, okay. You you live vicariously through everyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can critique the pickups that we got. Everything sell. is a pickup. Now, if it, if I may, Trenton, I'd like to get through this stuff here, and then you can talk about yeah your what, stuff. Whatever order you want to do, baby. This will be pretty pretty. Baby, it's all for you. So the first game that I picked up, you know, keeping it keeping it Nintendo. Um, I found this <laughs> over at Retro Junk. Um, our good friend Brandon, Brandon Farr, uh, friend of the show. He had this little little number that little I gem. that I had that I had. Ooh, I like what you did there. Um, and this is a game I owned as a kid. So you got to get those games that you had as a kid. Yeah, like Technocop. Te- Technocop, right? Not a great game, but at the same time... I had it. You had it, and <laughs> you can sort of try to get through it, maybe? Yeah, it's, you could just play it. and It's like, hard, though. Yeah. It's a hard game. War of the Gems! The game is Marvel Super Heroes in yeah, War right. of the Gems for your Super Nintendo Entertainment System. A very late release... For the yeah. Super Nintendo, I remember back on the uh, my first magazine, I think first or second EGM that I got, there was a uh, advertisement on the back that said "Flex some 16-bit muscle." Yeah, and it had the Marvel characters coming out, and it's sort of—it's on a 32 meg cartridge. The best way that I can explain it is a beat 'em up on a platformer game. Now, uh, it's kind of what it's kind of. I remember you told me you got it, and I was like, oh, I think it's supposed to be pretty good. And then yeah. did you say it wasn't? Or so SNES drunk. Um, reviewed it and said he he didn't like it it's as much slow. as there's another game in the series. I have the first one that he likes better. Um, they look kind of similar. I, I, I never knew of the of the of the first one though. I don't I forget what it's called. Yeah, I, I have it. I, I don't I don't remember what it's called. X Men something or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But this is the one that I had. I I enjoyed playing it. The char- the character sprites are huge. Yeah, I know. On it, very so, colorful game though. Yeah, it's it's you know. We had did you have you played it since you just got it right now? Um, I just briefly, just briefly. I just, I wanted to test it, make sure it worked. I haven't really delved into it too much. So that's why I didn't bring yeah, it I never up. Got the, I think, um, what are you playing? Man, I want to say Steve Kilgus had that War of the Gems. Did he? I think, or okay. it might've been the first one. Steve, I, hit us up. <laughs> Steve, I, I know you looked at me on LinkedIn. <laughs> I know you looked me up on LinkedIn. I could saw that you, I, I saw I that got, you were looking I me up. Seen it. It. I could saw it. I saw it. As we used to say at Wyndham High, I saw it. I seen them. I seen it. <laughs> now, Steve... You better comment on this video. He's not watching. All right. Uh, unless I tell him. 
Musin, if you talk to Steve, tell him to comment on this video. Shut up, Mata. <laughs> That's not what he said. Uh, so where are the gems? Um, check it out. Watch a video on it. Um, Snest Drunk's got a video. Give it give it a look. Well, we, I can definitely say this. It's better than X-Men on the Genesis. Well, we're not talking about <laughs> X-Men on the Genesis anymore. Um, this is, a, this is a, a little number that I've been looking for. I have the sequel on the Sega Saturn. And I was able to find this at a local uh, our local watering hole, Ooh. and that is Beyond Oasis. You found it in a well for the Sega Genesis, sort of. You were bringing the bucket yeah. up, and you're like, "Oh, wow, this is my Oasis." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, only problem with this one? No manual. No manual. <laughs> so as we get to RWX, that's going to be one thing that if I find it, I might have to just bite the bullet on it. You know? Ah, uh, well, I got to look up the prices on uh, price charting first. Never mind. I might just be like whatever, because it's like, what am I gonna do? I've no, got, I know. and it's one of those games where you really kind of want to have the, the manual. Yeah, no, you know? I got you. Um, if you can, I don't think it's gonna be that crazy to get the manual. Maybe twenty bucks. You know, what is it, like an eighty dollar game? Complete? Yeah, yeah, something like that. So, um, but it's you know one of those cardboard box games that you just it's hard to find it in good shape. That was a later release though, right? Much later, yeah, ninety five, I think. Mm. Yeah. Oh, and, actually. Uh, speaking of just, I actually uh, a, a couple week, uh, maybe like a week or two ago, I picked up uh, the box and manual for Light Crusader. Oh, you did seventeen bucks shipped. No way from Canada too. Really? Yeah, came in good shape. Oh man, yeah. I, need, I need to play some Light Crusader, man. That's <laughs> why I had the cartridge on forever, and I was like, so you got it complete now? Yeah, seventeen dollars oh, nice. for the box and manual. Yeah. Nice. So we'll, if we can, if I can. Oh, I blew it. Come on, you're picking up. <laughs> Come on, man. There we go. Put Chica back. Have you ever played Beyond Oasis? No. 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 Um, it looks like a... I mean, see, the closest I thing just... I played was Landstalker, and that was at Musen's house. Oh, oh, oh. So. Oh, that, yeah, I have that. That's one I... I Landstalker's I, good, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, both, both the sequels for Landstalker and Beyond Oasis are, are on the Saturn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah Beyond Oasis, I remember seeing the screenshots of it. It definitely looks like a, a colorful game. Very vibrant. Yeah. Yeah, it is. They're they're uh, they're sort of that hidden gem type of a game. Is that like a action RPG? Yeah, like you just Both kind of, of free are. roam around, yep. just hit whoever you want. And so like so Beyond Zelda. Oasis and Legend of Oasis are um, sort of like Zelda types. Yeah, you know, sort of like a top down room to room sort of thing. And, yeah. you know, adventure. Like I, I would never have the time to play that, but that's that's the kind of R- RPG I like. It's almost not really an RPG. Action like RPG. That. We yeah, call them action yeah, RPGs. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like that's the kind of I I would play. Right, yeah. no, nothing too in depth. I just don't like the turn like turn based fighting. That's not turn based. No, I know. I'm just I'm just saying. I don't think Landstalker is either. No, no, no. I, I'm just saying that I just I'm just not into those like yeah. RPGs, turn based fighting and all yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. But if somebody's playing it and you're there, you're kind of into it. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. You know. So here's the uh, the last pickup, which is um. As oh, you, you guys bought can, some mason jars. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm I'm a big mason jar aficionado. <laughs> Do you know that there's people that have like glass collections, like um, yeah, not glass, but uh, you know those uh, those old um, electrical caps that yeah, were yeah, on yeah. the, mm-hmm. I don't know what you call those, but yeah, they, they're the bulb. They're uh, yeah, they look like a sphere kind of. Yeah, yeah, they it, used to sit on top of the uh, electrical. The electrical poles poles, or, yeah. So people are into that, and they collect them yeah. and trade them, and just like you know the old bottles and stuff too. Yeah, like our friend Michelle, her father Phil, he's like. A, crazy in the glass like if there's a glass show or they have like these glass shows and yeah. crack glass and <laughs> you know ball jars and all this type of anchor anchor hawking oh you know? yeah, yeah 
Fire King. Fire King. Well, I mean, you know Liz is into the uh, the, the Pyrex stuff, so that's a big that's a big deal. Get out of here. Uh, so here we go. So we've got a package Pause. in front of us, and so it's we're gonna mystery. <laughs> no one knows Pause. what this is. Yeah, so we're gonna do a little unboxing here for you guys, and I'll try to describe it for the people who are uh, who are at home on their audio only on our audio only. Or he's version. taking the scissors. Does Spotify ha- has video, right? But ours ours is not. It's just an audio version, right? I can't tell you. There, I mean, I know Joe Rogan has his podcast right, on there, right. but I don't know. Most people don't, right? It's mostly, it's audio only. Yeah, I've literally never watched a. A, a, a podcast on there. It's like Twitter now. They're doing some video stuff. Well, tw- I mean, Twitter. Yeah, well, Twitter's kind of always. You can always upload video. Um, I don't. I've never watched a video on 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 Spotify. Mm. I'm assuming anyone can do it. I just. I've never looked into it. So yeah. I, I mean, I guess I should. I just never heard. Of, I don't know anyone that just is like, oh, here's a. You know, I watch it on Spotify. Right, 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 right. right. It just seems it seems like just Joe Rogan because his is exclusive to Spotify. Yep. So that's the only way you can watch it. So obviously people are going to watch it on there. But yeah. like, if everyone's already on, unless if it's on YouTube, they're going to watch it on YouTube. Right. Because I don't, you know, at least on like YouTube, you can kind of minimize it and still have it playing. Still have it up. I love that and, feature. You know, I, I don't know how it works on Spotify. Yeah. Maybe it does do that. But anyway. Um. So. A little, little kind of like uh, disclosure here. So this is—I've never opened this, and I've had it now for like three weeks, waiting to to record. <laughs> so the sale is complete. So there's no going back from this. So oh, is a Mercari? I don't remember now. Well, I mean, Mercari, if, it, if, it, if it's eBay, what is that? What's the deal? eBay is thirty days. Mercari, you have three days. Okay. So you get three days to open it, say whatever, and then you can review them or just automatically right. use it, and well, then you're stuck. There's with a it. chance that I won't be able to return this. Okay. So we're gonna go with it here, but I, you know, for you guys, it for, only cost me three paychecks. For you, for you guys, this is not that expensive. For you guys, I did it. I wanted to keep this here. I wanted to not open it. So it's a mystery. This could be a right. box of socks. All right, he's got the scissors. I love All right, here socks. we go. He's, he's penetrating the box, as you can hear. All right, let's watch how we talk. He's got it. Oh, he's he's weak, so he can't open yeah. it with one pass through. <laughs> I have to go this way. Oh, he's, he's, he's side cutting oh. now. He can't even Let's do that right. Again. I know how to cut. Oh. I don't want to cut the game. Oh, so it's a game. All right. Well, you blew it. <laughs> or it's a or it's or it's a, a bag of socks. Okay, uh, Dad, okay. you want to give it away? Come on, just stop. Just, just stop. This is his first uh, box cutting. He's not very good at it. All right, <laughs> the box is the package is open. Pause. All right, he's got it. I see some bubble wrap. Quite the quite the bubble wrap. Huh? I have the bubble wrap. Hey, I mean, no, because you're just gonna pop it the whole time that we're sitting here. No, the rest I'm not. Of the- better to better to have uh, more than less bubble yeah. wrap. Here All it comes. Right. Oh boy. Yes. That is that is a. It's a second what? CD box. <laughs> it's gotta be. Is that, is that the thought? <laughs> All right. He's like, it's not an expensive game. It's like the most expensive game. <laughs> I told <laughs> you not to play with the with. On, this is not good that. pod, my friend. This is not good pod. All right, so here we go. Here's the un- unveiling. It's a Sega CD game. I, it is a lot of bubble wrap, so it's obviously not a cheap game. <laughs> he used a whole fourteen hundred square inch roll on this one. Well, you game. know what? Good on him. Good on we him. We are going. We are going, and it's Radical Rex. <laughs> we have Escape oh. from Monster Manor on the 3DO interactive <laughs> multimedia player. As everyone's saying is. Who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Man, uh, Escape from Monster Manor, one of the games I had back in the day for the 3DO that I mentioned on the show that I wanted to get. Now you pay 17 times more what it's worth. It wasn't that bad. I think I got it for about 40 bucks. Oh, damn. all that for a $40 game? 
Well, I, no, all the bubble wrap and oh, oh. <laughs> and it uh, the disc isn't in here now. Um, it is complete, so we got to have it that way for some reason. I don't know what it is about this game, but it's uh, it might be terrible when I fire it back up. I, oh, don't I was know. just about to ask. I was like, is it even any good? <sighs> yeah, yeah, it's good. Is it's it like, a first person shooter? First person shooter adventure almost like you're in the mansion and you got to run around and do stuff and it's you know it's almost like is a, it a story type of it's more activities than shooting more uh, yeah, finding things more finding solving. things and, yeah okay but but kind of like a doom like if doom met resident evil in a way yeah i don't you know i don't even it doesn't look I, it doesn't look familiar to me oh my at gosh, all look at, look at the creators Oh wow! They got it's. This is like it's like a. It's like you're looking in the back of the CD book. Yeah, like, like, yeah, oh, the yeah, whole yeah. band. They got a picture of the band. The whole band. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're at like a great with the spooky mass. Oh my word! I got uh, Leo Schwab, Bob Vieira, John Loop, R.J. Michael, Stephen Henry Biscop, Greg Savio, Liz Beatrice, and Kim Tempest, and they all have their own. Like, I just want to sh- uh, thank. Uh, shout out! <laughs> they all have their own little shout outs. That's pretty cool. Isn't that awesome? Escape from Monster Manor, huh? We should we should try it. From EA too, huh? Well, EA did a support of the 3DO quite a bit. No, I know, but you know, this is when like EA was like making games. <laughs> yeah, like actual games. <laughs> yeah, 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 like like legit games. Yeah. Oh, so it looks like you got like a little uh some ghost duster, some ghost uh, gun yeah. kind of thing. Maybe it's a precursor to uh, to Luigi's Mansion or something like that. Fast-paced shooting action at breakneck speeds. Possible yeah. only on 3DO. It's a hefty uh, heaping helping, too, right? Doesn't it feel like like substantial? Like you really got something? What, like this box? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I liked about um, like all the systems back then. They like You really they felt like you the, got something. But, I mean, especially this one, because it's, like it's like a box and a case. Like, you know? Yeah. Just It's just like, it's such a, like a custom box like you have the cd on the bottom the little booklet on the cd booklet on the top yeah inside their sp- custom like 3do cases i mean they were they overdid it but i i kind of like them and then they must have switched at some point right and then they just went to jewel cases just the, cl- the, the just the regular jewel i don't know if they ever did that or if they kept this this model well, because there's a lot of games that are in like a CD jewel case with the booklet and everything. Oh, that's true. But I think the CD jewel case came inside a cardboard box. Oh, yes, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like um, almost like a like one of these boxes here, where you just yeah. open the flap and the and then you had the instructions with the CD case inside, almost like a yeah. like a Jaguar I mean, CD game, but yeah. not as robust because that I thing wish has they uh, so kept, much in kept it. them all just like this, especially for like displaying purposes. Yeah. You know, a nice case like i wish i could get like the wolfenstein 3d case and like the return fire case but they're just so expensive now i can't really yeah. justify it you know yeah i mean it looks you know it doesn't look like crazy impressive but there's here's the thing there's not a ton of 3d games that are worth it that didn't make their way to other consoles yeah, yeah because yeah. When you think about like some of the best games the need for speed road rash right like these are games that ended up go- coming out on other systems and so when when if there's a better version on another system, why would you bother with the 3DO version? Yeah, you know what I mean. A Doom Doom is on there. Uh, Street Fighter Two Turbo. Remember that was like the big selling point. Yeah, but you can play. They Super- had their own controller for it. Yeah. Right, but you can play that on the PlayStation now. Yeah, you know. So why would you why would you mess with that version? Exclusive to the 3DO still, huh? Yeah. So like those exclusive 3DO games that are really good, or maybe that are more expensive and not necessarily better on another system. Like the PS1 version of Return Fire, I think, is pretty expensive. 
Oh, really? Yeah. I, it's probably around the same as the 3DO. So, like, I, I remember when that that game came out and it made me like want a 3DO. Which, which one? Return Fire. Because like all the reviews gave it like perfect reviews. I think I like you know? Mass Destruction a little bit better. Mass Destruction. But that's not like Return Fire, right? Oh, yeah. You're like a, it's like a small tank. You're a like, tank, but it's a little bit simpler. Like you don't have oh. the four vehicles, and you don't like the map is not. There's not like these tiny little skinny bridges where you can just bomb that. It's just more about destroying everything. And it, it sort <laughs> of is, but there's an objective there, and I find myself dying a lot in Return Fire, and mass a mass destruction. I seem to kind of develop a little bit more of a like a rhythm, and I'm and I'm actually making progress. The rhythm, the rebel, but, but they're both great. I mean, mm-hmm. I love them both. This is what? a terrifying hunt for the undead. Yeah, good job, buddy. Spooky houses. So yeah, so I'm I'm happy to own that. Um, but this is certainly not as cool as as what you have on the docket, Trent, because you were able to find something, um, at our local watering hole. Yeah. Speaking you know, of, of things from the past that we had at one time. And I, say, and I say that, and I was thinking about this last night, but if you guys are having trouble finding stuff either on eBay or, you know, one of those marketplaces, try to try to find a local store and, and become somewhat friendly. Like, we've actually become really, really good friends with the people who run the store over there. You guys all know Ryan, and he's, you know, one of our best buds now, but you don't necessarily have to go that far. If you just develop a relationship with a local place and let them know what you like or let them know what you're looking for, a lot of times they're going to want to help you out. They want to sell things, and they want to sell things to their regular customers. So if you can do that, sometimes you get the word on something that they received maybe earlier than than the general populace. You know, the squeaky wheel gets the grease, right? That's what they say. So having, said. having said that, Trent, indulge us with uh, your anomaly. So actually, back in 2005, I had this um, gem gem of a, uh, a a little handheld. That's subjective. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't I don't remember why I I don't know I don't know why I wanted it back then. I I, I remember seeing some of the games and they, they looked interesting to me. Um, and it, it was also cheap at that time because it hit. It's, I mean, its time had passed when it came out pretty much. But by then, it like it was on clearance. I think I. I got it brand new for maybe ninety at uh was it was it GameStop then? Was it GameStop back in old five or was it Funko Land? Nope, it was GameStop at that. So point. yeah, from GameStop and like all the games were on clearance. So like and they were all brand new. They were all like three to five dollars or whatever. Um, I remember that. And it's kind of been a thing. We've we've I think we've mentioned it a few times here and there on the podcast about it about how like of a failure it was. But I had it and I was like I was actually. It was actually pretty decent, but you the, have to appreciate things for what they are, not what you expected them to be in the moment. Yeah, but the thing is, it had so much better competition at the time as every other handheld had failed. I um, th- I think at that they, time it was, it was a thing they shot themselves in the foot before it even came before it even came out. Just it, the way they did it, but it was doing some things that other systems weren't at the time that were in the same category. No, it, yeah, it Which did. gave it a competitive edge. The problem is that very quickly other things came out that... Yeah. Why don't just, you show everybody just, what it they is? They just trounced it. So, yeah, at our, our local watering hole, uh, they had posted on their Facebook, and I just happened to see it almost like right when they posted it, and I texted Ryan. I was like, please tell me you still have it. Can you hold it for me? I'll come tomorrow and get it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what the price was, but... Um, so he held, made he, a few deals. You traded in a couple held, of things. Yeah, he and held it for me. I, I brought a ton of stuff I just had sitting around that I knew I was never going to play. A bunch of Genesis games, 
some toys, shirts. Like mm-hmm. I, just, I was like, yeah, I was they take a lot there. I was just bringing everything in. Mm-hmm. I, I brought a CRT TV in there. Yeah. Um, a used box of Dunkaroos. Yeah, it took it. It took it. Yeah. <laughs> a quarter, but they took it. <laughs> um, and this um, most uh, in the box prolific system is it really is the Nokia Engage QD. We're not playing Snake anymore, <laughs> baby. Yeah, we uh, we went into full 3D mode on this one, um, and I, it was actually like f- I thought it was going to be a lot more, but it was actually fairly cheap. Uh, I think it was $45. I don't think it's as desirable as maybe you thought because you enjoy it so much and you want it. Mm. But, you know, it's, it was more reasonable when we think about like the like what we're willing to pay for things. This was relatively tame, I would I, say. I mean, I know it goes for a lot more, especially because it had the box and it has all the inserts and everything with it. It still has the, t- the original tag on the outside. Yeah, of the yeah, top. yeah. Um, so, yeah, $45. And it this- looks like like the, the box looks like what you would get a phone in well you know yeah, what I mean? because it was you know yeah because there was a phone at it's the like time, it's not know? it's less of a video game box and more of like a phone which yeah, is which you is could cool. you could connect this thing to local networks you might even still be able to i don't even know I, yeah but. i mean i don't think so but yeah this is uh this is the little bugger tiny yeah it's i remember when i, I was almost like, the size of like a game boy micro a little like, bit this is even smaller than i remember it just because we're so used to i think that's because that's a, the qd the original there's another well, no, there's another this, this is the one i had though yeah, the original N-Gage, and then this is the one that came out this after. This is the second version of now, it. Now, you know, hindsight, if they would have came out with this one first instead of the other one, they may have had a little bit better chance, but they it had still would have su- failed. They had some support, though, on the system. Yeah, it, the launch really wasn't that great. It was just kind of ports of, like, other games. Graphically, where would you put it? Because I remember there being a, a version of Pandemonium. Yeah, that's and no, they're and they're good, and that is a good... That's It looks, to me, very it's, similar to the Saturn version. Yeah, it's no, it's, it's definitely, like, early PS1. Because they can handle, they had Tomb Raider, Tony Hawk, Pandemonium, but, on, but, on, but on the go, yeah. Um, and they all played, and all those games played well too. Um, but it was just, uh, it was already outdated by the time it came out. Like the DS was was out, PSP like came out not too long after 2005. this, two thousand five, and that had like that was like a massive screen. Just everything was it had Sony behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it got a lot of flack. Well deserved. Because there was just a lot of dumb things they did, but I, you know, I had a ton of games when I, when I had it because they were all like, you know, like I said, they were like clearanced out. So I just like scooped up it's everything. Such a novel idea, though, like a video game system that you can also call people on. It's just like at the time, yeah. I don't know. Looking back on it, it looks. It just seems so cool. Yeah, because in, in a very nerdy way, it had its own uh, the engage arena where you you, you would um. That's what there was like their online service, I guess you would call. Mm. And you could, just, yeah, you could play other people online or just po- like upload your like leaderboards and stuff. Which was th- it the that, first portable system to do that? Yeah, I think so. Because I mean, the DS had like the hotspot thing at the time. DS wasn't really, but it messing. I don't with think that. it had Wi like Wi Fi. Did it? I really don't know. Mm. But you know, obviously, it came out before the PSP. Yeah. So it, it did. You know, so you had the leaderboards. You could. You could play against other people. Um, so, yeah, I got it with a few games as well, like Red Faction, which is a great game on the PS1. Supposedly this plays... PS1 or PS2? Uh, oh, yeah, PS2, sorry. But, uh, yeah, it's just like a scaled-down version of... Uh, all these games are supposed to be really good. How's, the, how's, like, the D-pad and the controller, the buttons? I think they're fine. I mean... I, and you have big hands. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> it, it can get a little uh, bunched up. But I never really had any issue with playing them. I mean, you only use like a few buttons on like the, the, the like the number pad. Hmm. But yeah, I never really had any issues. Um, 
getting my big hands on it. Yeah. Pause. Mitts. <laughs> Mitts. Uh, path, what else? Pathway to Glory. Um, Another, like, uh, army shooter? Yeah. I don't really know how to explain it. I haven't... First person? Really, like, in a, think of, like, a more technical, like, cannon fodder. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they act, they did they did made another sequel on it too. Love me some cannon fodder. Um, this is this one I still haven't played, but I remember I saw it on the stack of games they had got in. This was like a really late release. Mm. Uh, Glimmerati is a really expensive game, like a Ferrari game. Yeah, it's like a yeah. You're like you know you're a bunch of like rich people, and you you know you're trying to show off your cars, and oh. you're like racing to get to certain areas. Um, I, I I this I haven't played yet, but I just remember when like the, when this came out like. It was kind of it was hyped for as much as you can. Probably for, not that uh, many copies of it. Then. It's rated mature too. Oh wow! Well. Yeah, um, and then this this is one of the games I had when I originally had it, which is Ashen, mm-hmm. which is an exclusive. I don't. They never put it out on anything else. Well, Glimmerati was too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is a first person shooter. It kind of like uh, what's the one on Hexic or Hexen? Hexen? Yeah, love Hexen. Similar to that. It's, it's open it, like it, a like a like a first person adventure game. Yeah, and it it plays really well. Um, I remember like playing through most of it when I first had it. So this was the first game I started to play. I only played it for like maybe like a half hour. It's a little tough. I don't remember it being that hard. Maybe I, I'm just not as good anymore. You just gotta uh, get you gotta get back into it. Well, yeah. So now I'm uh, you know all in on the end gauge, as they say. There's I think there's about how many games are there? Fifty three or fifty five. You'll get them. You'll, total you'll games. get you'll get them all. Um, I believe in you. Yeah, there's and there's only maybe like two or three that are like really expensive, like the Elder Scrolls game. Yeah, most of them are still. I mean, you know, in terms of you know what you would think, they're like twenty to forty dollars. Mm. So nothing crazy. Um, yeah, so now I'm I'm all in on the uh, the end gauge. Uh, nothing, and that surprises <laughs> me in one in any breath. So yeah. I, I like those just. Those like random systems that like most people don't know about. Yeah, no, it's 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 definitely a piece of gaming history that most people, even gamers, don't really know much about. It's, if, it's, if anything at all, it's kind of. I mean, I don't want to. It's an oddity. It. Yeah, it's it, an oddity. It's it is kind of like the the Sega CD in a way, as in like if you didn't have it, people just just said it was terrible. You know, all they had was FMV games and like. Engage was like, oh, that's the thing, stupid. I mean, it's but, easy to poo-poo something you don't have. Yeah, you know, like the Jaguar we did for so long, you know, and until until you actually get one, and then you're like, wow, there's some fun games you can play on this, you know. A and clock can be right twice a day, <laughs> a even when it's clock, broken. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I mean that that those will be definitely something I'll probably try to look for at uh, the game show. I don't remember if I've ever seen Engage games at any of the shows we've done. Obviously, I wasn't looking for them, but I probably would have seen them. Well, now that you have the system, like if you saw a game but you had no system there, you probably wouldn't think much of it and you probably forget about it. Yeah. But now, if you see a game, you're probably going to be like, "Oh, I have the system." Like you know, yeah. let me check it out. You know. So that's another one on the list. Got to be complete though. You can't get any loose games for that. No, I mean the I mean the cases are great too. Yeah. Um, so they actually come each uh, case came with another little cartridge they, they, holder. They seem like like a half size PlayStation Two case that'll hold uh, four games. Yeah, it it, it, it kind of is kind of set up like a, the like the DS ones yeah. where it, it kind of sits in its own little thing and then you can put the four more. the four uh, game thing is actually a pretty neat useful little thing because then you only have to carry one of them. Yeah, to have you know whatever games Four you want to bring yeah. with you. Yeah, man. If, if, you it's, time, if it's in your pocket, pretty easily. Like it's it's not it's <laughs> yeah, not the screen is like it, when you go back to it, it's it is very tiny, very small. Yeah. Does it have an out 
so you can get put it on a TV or anything? <laughs> would that be I'll too much? Would that be would that be too muddy? Somebody's gonna somebody's gonna mod it. it to your TV. Somebody's gonna mod it for VGA. I just like, hey Marcel, you ever modded an N-Gage before? He probably has. <laughs> Uh, man. Yeah. So if it can be done, people will do it. And the, the, I don't know if the person that had this never used it, but the, the battery still holds a charge like really well. Yeah, maybe um, they didn't use it that much. Yeah. I assume most people did. Yeah. Well, good stuff. I had a couple more things that I wanted to talk about, but I think we'll, we'll probably just tie it up here. Um, we're working on an hour and, uh, we're probably going to have some lengthy discussion for the Sega CD. So we'll, uh, we'll cut it off here for right now, guys. We're gonna send you to a, a, one of our one of our sponsors, and um, we'll come back after that with our discussion of Sega CD and maybe a uh, a guest or two. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Bye. Here we go. Well, welcome back, everybody. We hope you enjoyed that commercial break that we just had. And of course, miraculously, there is a new individual on the podcast. There's a busybody. And, and so we have to introduce this 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 uh, wonderful specimen. And that is the, the special sh- man. <laughs> he, he's the hammerhead shark. Because he always brings a glimmer and a spark. It's Mr. Jesse <laughs> Clark. Welcome to the show, Jesse. Well, thank, thank you, sir. Thank you very much for having Je- me. Jesse, you are uh, you are a friend we have not seen in a couple of decades. And I'll tell you what, in, the, in few. the few minutes that we've been spending here together. Only a few minutes. Uh, you know, we have just been connecting on all sorts of different levels, including uh, fishing levels, including Sega levels. Including all different types of manner, and so I, I am, uh, I am so thankful that you're here. Number one, and um, I am, uh, I'm interested in indulging in the Sega CD adventure that we are talking about here because the reality is is that most people did not get to experience this console back in the day because it was sort of prohibitive in its pricing and its messaging, and we'll get into all that. It was too good for most people. Um, but but I, wanna, I want to introduce you to the audience, and so if you would indulge us, please, um, tell us a little bit about your gaming background, maybe some of the first games you ever played, if you don't mind, uh, which I should have said this before we got started, sure, but preface. it's going to be hot. We're going to come, come in hot here if we, if we can. And tell me a little bit about your kind of your uh, gaming formities and um, gaming and, and maybe give me at the end of that, you know, your two favorite consoles, if you can. So what what got you into gaming and then maybe two favorite consoles and then we're going to get into the Sega CD and who knows, maybe maybe the Sega CD might be on there. I don't know. We'll see. We shall see. Mm. Hmm. Well, Mr. Mata, first of all. <laughs> Me, it's not like a it's not like a classroom. Let, let, you know, let, let, you're, not, you're not being graded. The sounds, mic is right here, dude, Jesse. It sounds like it sounds. I can hear my voice like echo. I'm not used to talking all this stuff. But first of all, let me thank you so very much uh, for extending me this opportunity to come to your home. You are very welcome. Family, and you do make a damn fine cocktail, sir. Yes, sir. Sure. I will. No not, problem. I will not disagree with that. 
I think it's important to well, live. No one was arguing. It's important to live richly in this world. Whatever you're doing, uh, whether it's listening to this podcast, whether it's spending time with family, it's live richly. Live rich, live as richly as you can with whatever you have. So yeah, yeah, I know that you're doing that down in Florida where you live, and so I'm excited to learn more about that. But today, right now, please don't slam the door. Uh, uh, I want to hear more about your your gaming <laughs> formities. So, uh, so. Some, some of your favorite systems, and then you know I want to get some of your thoughts on the Sega CD, which I'm going to introduce here in a second. But uh, we'll make that very conversational as we go. Right. Um, but to introduce for the for for the people. Um, tell tell us a little bit about um, you know maybe do you remember the first game that you ever played? Well, I sure do, and I remember seeing original Super Mario Brothers in 1989. Really, the original Super Mario Brothers? Yes, sir. Okay, uh, on the original Entertainment uh, Nintendo Entertainment System at uh, I believe is Ryan and Tara Schlegenhofer's house. At, uh, it was it's Schlegenhof, but, Schlegenhof. but yes. Okay, so you know them. I know them very well, and okay. Ryan and I actually have a professional relationship. That, that's awesome. We do in our Ooh, in our awesome. in our in our business. So uh, I know Ryan very well, um, and he he calls on me quite often. Okay, so. that that's really nice. To yeah, hear that. Um, you yeah. know, Mata. That, good people get well, it done. <laughs> well, you know, there's I have not been here in so long, and there's so many. Um, people and places and things I haven't seen in so long. So when it's I, funny that you mentioned the Schlegenhaus because when, they're from Columbia, uh, right? But and when, you're a Wyndham kid. Well, you know, I mean, hey, Wyndham always did beat E.O. Smith, didn't we? Uh, not always, <laughs> but maybe in football. Hey, once in a while. Uh, but but getting getting we're we're getting a little off track. Let's get a, la- a little back on topic. It's um, a conversational podcast. We're one, of, one of my first and earliest memories was seeing uh, original Super Mario Brothers at Ryan and Tara's house. Okay. Uh, from there, I remember I got my first Game Boy. Okay. When we were on our way to Cape Cod, and we had to go through a little town called Sandwich. Sandwich. That's where my partner's from. (laughs) And I thought that was the funniest thing in the world, and I had Tetris and Super Mario Brothers. Okay. Uh, Super Mario Land? Super Mario Land, yeah. Yeah, Great game. The the original one for the Game Boy. Yeah, yeah. With the baby Mario. So, so I remember. I always remember the Egyptian level, right? Oh, that was great! And they had that lion that was spitting fireballs yep. at you. Mm-hmm. And, like, and then another one was that undersea level where you had the little submarine. It, it, it was go, a shooter. It turned into a shooter. And that yeah. was that was that was one of those things. Where it was like, Mom, can you beat this level for me? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I had you to hand it, it to your mom. I, I Mama had, bear. Well, I had to hand it off to somebody older. <laughs> yeah, well, you were, what, four or five years old? About his age. With that pea soup size. green uh, screen that was uh, blending back and, and, and forth as you were moving? And, and not only that, to conserve battery life, you had to turn the volume all the way down. Ah, okay. See, that's the, that's the kind of wisdom <laughs> that we oh, actually yeah. forget because there's certain things about these old consoles yeah, you can't turn the volume down that would yeah, yeah but it probably it. really helped with the with the battery consumption because you're using those four double yeah, a's it was good, on the, it was good yeah. on the game Boy, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you man those those four hours i got of it were some of the happiest mm-hmm. four hours i've had in my life now, did you play that in the car was that a kind of like oh, a, oh on, yeah all the, the all, all the way in the back of the car all the way up yeah. to Cape Cod yeah look and your posture is perfect uh, oh yeah, you, can, yeah. Look, oh, yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. I, you want me to tell you the Konami code right now <laughs> 
Because, <laughs> well, because I will you, guarantee you that everybody well, watching knows do, it, so you don't have do, to worry about. Do you that. remember a game on Nintendo called Life Force? Absolutely. Okay, so Game <laughs> Look Boy. Look at all the games got so, back so, so, so Game Boy made Game Boy made a Hit version. Hit me with stump me. Hit me with something good. All right, all right. So what was the Game Boy version of Life Force? <laughs> Salamander. No. Or was uh, it Life Force? No, it wasn't Life Force. It was it was something with radius. This, I don't. know. It had a weird dragon that looked like Falcor <laughs> out the front of it, but. The Konami code would work on this game mm-hmm. on the Game Boy. Mm-hmm. Left, uh, left, left, right, right. Well, up, it up, down, down, left, right, left, <laughs> right. Up, up, down, right. select, start, yeah, yeah. or start. Well, well, because you remember for for on on Genesis, Mortal Kombat Two is left down, left, right down, right, left, left, right, right to open up the menu. And on the original Genesis, original we're Mortal, gonna have to check that. Th- well, I think you mean Mortal Kombat One. Well, Mortal Kombat One, you, or Mortal Kombat the, One was A B A C A B B. Right, and you're right. Left no, up. for the other menu code, it's oh, down wait, up. Wait, it's wait. down up, left, left, A, right, down. There was a blood code for the Game Gear version of Mortal Kombat. It's got color and it's got a backlight. <laughs> yeah. Trent taught. Trent told me the the blood code. Trent, what is it? <laughs> I don't remember on that. I, 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 but now that you bring it up, I do remember. There, was, there was a blood yeah, code because my friend Justin had it with two buttons. I think it was in, in the game. Stick. I think it was in the Game Pro magazine, and I remember. Yeah, oh, dude, Game Pro magazines were awesome, man. It's, I love those things. It's just amazing to me how how many people from that period. Because you got to think, Super Mario Brothers came out in 1985, and if you had a game that was five, four or five years old that came out. You 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 know most kids today wouldn't be thinking about that game because it'd be so old. But it just showed the staying power of Super Mario Brothers and how big of a deal it was because it it almost single handedly, if not single handedly, revived gaming after the gaming crash. So you know it's it's a uh, 1989 to experience Super Mario Brothers and say that was your aha moment is 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 pretty mind blowing. And so so it, so, so w- w- would you call this game? Platformers. It's called a platformer. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember a little game called Astanax? <laughs> Any, or, let me. Can I just say this first? <laughs> Any, so this is a running joke on the on the, on the podcast. This is gonna get going, man. Yeah. Well, you guys should have brought your boots because the shit's gonna get deep. <laughs> well, any game you reference, we've already talked about a hundred times. So. Oh, oh well, uh, damn. Okay then. <laughs> so Jellico, Jellico, Jellico. You know what's the? I mean, you can you J- can you J- can ask about J- it. The but. worst one, JDM or JDL, the one with the rainbow. JNL. Day where the LJN. What are we doing? I'm losing my mind. That was garbage. Yeah. Sorry. See that even Trent. even people who are not in the gaming <laughs> peculiarities on a regular basis know Don't that know. the LJN is just you know generally Brutal. trash. Mm. Um, well, that's cool. So, and, and in terms of your favorite consoles, what are some of your favorite consoles that you played growing up? About, what's uh, your favorite? Okay, just say that. okay. Yeah, what's your favorite? So, I have been fortunate enough, just as you guys have, to run through each and every just about generation of console yep. that we've had, <laughs> sir. But but I have to say, the console that brought me to the game the so most. To speak. Well, no, the, the console, most jo- the most joy. I mean, everybody wants me to say it's my Nintendo Entertainment System. Nobody wants you to say that. I'm going to have to say it's my PS2. Your oh, PS2. PS2. Because, because those those nights when I was like 19, 20 years old, and I worked all, I'd work hard, you know, 10, 12-hour shifts all the way down to the casino, and I came home, all I wanted to do was fire up Red Dead Revolver. 
Ooh, okay, yeah. And and, and they they got that game. They nailed that game. The screenplay before Red Dead Redemption, the, correct? The the grain, like a lot of these big sandbox games, it's just it's almost too much going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked games back in the day when they were simple. And you didn't have to think too much about yeah. doing this and doing that, and what's my horse's health status, and that, that's for like ADD. So, so that's one of the things that we talk about on this podcast all the time because this podcast, the genesis of this podcast, no pun intended, was was to really discuss those games between the Nintendo Entertainment System and the Dreamcast. So the PS2 is a little bit out of our purview, but it nah. does, but it does harken, it does harken back because a lot <laughs> of those harkens. series carried forward (laughs) and a game like red dead revolver would be part of that because it was simple enough that it was it was stage-based because if you remember red dead revolver was stage-based semi-linear well in linear very linear in the way of you finish the stage you moved on to the next stage so it wasn't it wasn't a open world game which games right afterwards started to become and you wouldn't also get lost because it's a giant sandbox right so to hear you say that it's so I want you to understand something, and I want the people listening to understand something, is that the, the value of somebody's opinion who is not in the typical, like, we, we this is our life. Like, we live this stuff, right? <laughs> this is great. The, you, dude, you, I'm you, loving you, this. I'm <laughs> loving this, bro. I am loving this right now, dude. I love it. So you, <laughs> I was looking forward to that. I've been here 10 days, and when I talked to Trent, and he was, like, I've been telling everybody's like, what are you doing Friday? I'm like... You're leaving me alone Friday because I'm going to see Chet and Wright in Salamata, and we're going about to go catch up on twenty some odd years of BS. He's like crossing all a- the names off, a- like, a- like, like Steve Buscemi in, uh, <laughs> in Billy is, Madison. Is it Buscemi or Buscemi? Uh, Buscemi. All right. Did you know he used to be a firefighter and he volunteered in nine eleven? He really did. And having said that, to parlay off of what you just said, is that your opinion is really valuable, and the reason why I say that is because. You can create a bubble in the in in the industry that you're in. You can create a bubble of, of a thought bubble or or sort of a a mantra that kind of feeds itself. And then what happens is is there's no real independent voice. And so hearing you say the things that you say really kind of reinforce and back up some of the thoughts and feelings of gamers that games and gaming itself since the PS2 have gone in a direction. And honestly, the PS2 is that sort of crux point because the PS2 is the is the console that housed Grand Theft Auto 3, which is that open world game, which right is is that open world game that started in large measure that that progression to towards a a game that now requires a lot of time and dedication and 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 something that a lot of us as adults don't have the attention span or time for so that's two big thing attention span and or time right so so to hear you say that as and I don't want to call you an outsider but in a way of this is not your typical oh, thing hell, I'm, I'm not no outsider man you guys have known me forever no <laughs> outside, in terms of, of outside of the way of like look at this room and look at what's here no 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 you know what I mean look at my room look at what I've got you guys <laughs> won't be ashamed you come to my house you, you won't be ashamed I would Trust never me. be ashamed but see I, 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 I'll get sir, you okay, so d- just so you I, understand sir, I don't have quite an excuse Jesse so you understand <laughs> yes sir I understand I, I go to sleep listening to videos about video games from the Nintendo Entertainment System that sold 50,000 copies. Like, that's that's the stuff that I live and breathe. And, and, and you I, got water and, dogs. And, 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 right? I, and I wake up every morning and listen to Sega Lord X. You do? I sure do. Damn it. <laughs> Can't judge a book by its cover, boy! 
Get on out of here. Well. With your gators you should, and your fish. You should have oh, just I'll, lied. I'll, I'll show you videos of my pet alligator named Larry. No, he's he's cool. I've got a little toy. Like I used to tie a, a stick to a piece of rope and throw it out there, and he'd bite it. And like we'd play Off some, the rails. Yeah, right. yeah. Are, are there any video that, game shows down there? Like a like a flea market kind but, of uh, video so, game show. The, the, the last because I mean, if you're the, not if you're not in the before bubble, you then before you, don't really. you before you were here, we recorded about RWX, which is the show that's coming up in August. The last best here. video game show I've ever seen was Legends of the Hidden Temple. No. <laughs> <laughs> we are off the rails I'm, here. So <laughs> as I said, I'm, you are not in the <laughs> typical gaming purview no, as much I'm, as you listen to Sega Lord X. I'm an anomaly, dude. All right. Yes. So, so well, you're, not, you're not an anomaly. You're not an anomaly. You're really crucial to the conversation, but it's it's you are you are a good sort of I don't know how to say it test case person outsider not outsider a third party third party to like actually that. give us some feedback in terms of what's going on in the industry, what's working in the industry, what's not working in the industry, and one of them is the fact that marshmallow is sitting on my lap. The second thing <laughs> the second thing is that your your instincts about gaming are are more true than what any gamer who's living and breathing this every day could think. So so it's valuable what you're saying and, and I appreciate that. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now anytime I really want to <laughs> experience true gaming I I continue to return to the old school games. Oh, yeah, why is that? Um, because they're simple, they're easy to pick up and play, and doesn't require a lot of thought. A game should be fun, it should be easy to pick up and play, and it should not require a lot of thought. Mm-hmm. That's why I like these buttons with three controllers. <laughs> I like buttons with three controllers, too. Oh, you guys caught that. Good, I'm glad you did. I like these yeah. controllers with three buttons, because nowadays you've got, let me see, one, two, three, four. <laughs> There's eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. It's too much. Unless you got a Jaguar four, controller. Four, Fourteen right. things. Fourteen things you can have happening on a controller. It's, it's unreal. It, it, it's it's insane. It's unreal. And by the time you want to get into it, no, it's you know, it's like you're falling asleep. So, yeah. you know, because that's the time you have to play is yeah. when everybody else is asleep. And, and so, honestly, lately, what I've been playing is like Lego Star Wars, bro. Love oh, it. It, uses, it, uses, it uses three buttons, bro. Yeah. I got a joystick, one jumps, one shoots, and one builds. On That's PS2? It. That's it. That's okay. all I I'll need. i just keep asking. PS2? No. no. <laughs> on, on my Xbox One. Oh, you have an Xbox One. Down in Florida. I, I've got oh, a 360, okay. an Xbox One. Um, yeah, but I, I like simple, what we call pick up and play or couch friendly. Yeah. Yeah. Couch friendly. There you go. Yeah. I, I even have Streets That's of Rage. That's a term we've created here on the podcast. Couch D- friendly. Dude, I even have Streets of Rage 2 downloaded on my Xbox One on the Sega Classic. Yeah, but it app. sucks with that with okay, that controller. No, no, it's not bad at all. <laughs> no, no, no. No, 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 no. Right, but but <laughs> if you had the choice to be able to use a RetroBit controller. I, oh, of course I would. But, okay, so... I, have, I mean, it's fine, yeah. I have to get a new laptop. Like, I've got all the emulators. I've got Nessie. I've got this, this, that, that. I've got all of them. My, my, my laptop's a little outdated and a little... I don't know what's wrong with it, but I had a VGA, mm. I had a VGA cable. Well, now we would, I guess, use an HDMI. This is mm-hmm. back in 2000. Oh, like a VGA out? 20, 2012, 2013. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, the thing that you had to screw in both sides. And yeah, had, yeah, yeah. Yep. had, like, a bunch of pins. Yeah, yeah. it's like a standard computer yeah. monitor um, cable. If if I were to get a new laptop, like I said, I have six USB 
controllers for all different systems. And uh, I they're can, like they're probably they're shaped like the Xbox controllers, kind and, of. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, I've got Sega, Super, Nintendo sixty four, GameCube. Yeah, all the yeah. I know, I know you're talking about. I, I, I do, just I do not have a Dreamcast, but oh, uh, so the thing, yeah, the thing we usually talk about is that like like we can get emulators and all that's fine. It's just I have like one of the little. I don't know if you heard like the Retro Pie. I've seen those. It's 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 just a you know it's just its own little com- little basic computer uh, what, thing and it has uh, all the stuff downloaded on it. Oh, wait, wait, ha- all the systems? Yeah, it's oh, already okay, it's okay. already preloaded. It's well, basically the same thing as it's just running on its own <clears throat> hardware. But it's like there's so many it's, games it's that like different. there's just like so many games to choose from that I never I'll never like sit down and just focus on one. And, and it doesn't have Game Genie, does it? Uh, I don't know, but there I'm are sure some there are, into it. There are some like emulators that you can do that well, that you can add the cheat codes in. Yeah, but I'm that, just saying, there's so many does. options that I can never focus on one. That's kind of like why I like playing on the original hardware because it's like you know you have to physically put the I game mean, in and then you're just playing that okay, one. Okay, if if you guys were to ask, pose me a question like this and say <laughs> if you could pick up any game at any moment and play it on what system and what would it be? I'll tell you right now, it would be... <laughs> I'll tell you what, boy. I'll tell you what now, it would be the Blue Marlin on the... On the NES? Nintendo Entertainment <laughs> System. Yes, sir, I, it I, sure I, would. I remember you played. I Blue Marlin? The, the it's a Blue fishing Marlin. Game. Yes, it was a fishing game, and it was my Go favorite. figure, right? there, the fishers. <laughs> right. Dude, I, I, love, so. I, I, I have a fishing problem. <laughs> I really do. It's better than other problems. Sounds like a venereal disease. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you guys want to make another channel where you can start, where we can start telling bad dad jokes, you know, without I don't uh, think we're gonna do that, but I appreciate it. You'd have to come <laughs> up. You'd have to come up every month for a show. How, how about this? Fly in. Yeah. Well, well, no. Listen, listen, because because my buddy's got a Bass Pro one, Shops hat on one, right now. One, one of my buddies with a Sriracha shirt. My my buddy Sloppy Talking Joe about the Blue Marlin. So I got a buddy Sloppy Joe. And he's got Pause. a green. He's got a screen green screen studio. Oh, and he does all kinds of YouTube videos. You guys come down to Florida, <laughs> brother. We can make brother. some videos. Pause. Brother, <laughs> pause. <laughs> Why did I just see Hulk Hogan in my head? <laughs> all right, Dude. so let, let's 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 get to the uh, let's get to the the soup du jour or not. moment. Yeah, and I'm sorry that I am wasting time. You're not wasting time. Well, it, it, no, there's no there's no time wasted. There's no time wasted. It's this, just about trying this, to be this efficient. Is, this is 28 years. 21. 20, 21? Well, 21. 21. Hell, I graduated in 03. Look. 21. 21. Trent, I don't 21. think I've... It's not about okay. when you graduate, it's about when we graduate. Yeah. 20 years. We don't care about you, I, I boy. I just don't know how long it's been since I've, 21. Since it's, I've it's, seen you guys. 21 years. 21. Okay, 21 years. Well, well all right. It, so tw- be it. Drink to that. 21 years? <laughs> 21. 21. Here's to the body of old Mary Lee. Uh, well, I'm not going to. I'm not saying. I'm not saying the rest of it. You know, you're, you're good. Yeah. I try to be respectful, Sal. But have, and I appreciate that because respect is important. But Thank at you. the same time, gotta respect the alphabet. You came up. You, <laughs> you better respect my authority. You came up for a specific reason, right? Spurt. That's right. Specific. I did. I, and did, I did come out. We of were so so the so the stars aligned like in, in WrestleMania six. Yeah, when the mega powers. No, when what, when, when, when what year was WrestleMania six? Nineteen ninety one. Ah, okay, ninety one. I was six years old. Right, Correct. and the Sega CD came out in Japan in nineteen ninety one. Okay, it, which is exactly why we're here today, Zachary. Because you were coming up on vacation, and Trenton messaged me and said, "Hey, Jesse's coming up, and we used to play games on the Sega CD all the time." And so 
two games. How, how about we record we record an episode on the Sega CD? And I said, I said, I'm, I'm buying it. And it took us. That, I will buy that for a dollar. And it took us this long to get to this. But that's point. okay. That's because, that it's is happening. okay. Because it's happening. If, even if these people don't care, this this isn't live, and you guys <laughs> are going to watch this. This is <laughs> solid gold. You guys are going to love this. It's this, gold, Jerry. This is solid gold, Jerry. But like so, anything, yeah, but like anything that that require that 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 will have good conversation, we we need some context. Yes. You ready for some context? Context yes. is yes. king. So we're gonna we're gonna yes. we're gonna unload the context, and then we're gonna discuss. Yes. All right. Let's do. We might chime in here and there. Let's, we might chime in do. here and there. So, let's do. Th- uh, the Sega CD was created under a collaboration between two companies. Two. Well, you know one that's Sega. The other one is the Victor Company of Japan, also known as, well, Victor, a, a company that you might have your stereo in your car in, in the 1990s, maybe in a Mitsubishi Galant. <laughs> J V C in the Mitsubishi Galant. I know you had a head unit yep. in the Geo Metro, a J V C. I remember, it. I remember Walmart selling J V C head units. So it promised bigger games, CD sound, better graphics, including scaling and rotation effects, and also movie games, which we now know to be FMV. The dreaded FMV like the Sega Genesis did with the FMV videos, like Night Trap and Sewer Sharks. Which is Sega Correct. CD, right? Yes, the so, FMV. So this was probably started as a concept in 1989 FMV. or 1990 as a response to the Super Nintendo. Because if you remember, when the Genesis was rele- re- released, it was... It was relieved. <laughs> When it was released, <laughs> it was competing with the Nintendo Entertainment System. It was not competing with the Super Nintendo. That's why Genesis does what Nintendo don't. Right? <laughs> Genesis does what Nintendo don't. Nintendo. Yeah, that was their. Uh, that was their. That was their slogan. Their slogan. Yeah. So when slogan the off. Super Nintendo was was. <laughs> Trent, you're making me laugh. I'm trying to be serious. <laughs> you don't need to be serious. This is a fun <laughs> podcast. It's, about, it's a podcast about video games. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to pay attention to you. I appreciate that. Face and I, Trent's I appreciate over here in my left ear, like. That's what he does. That's great. I love it. So. Sega of Japan hid the project from Sega of America until mid-1991. Was it in the closet? So Sega of America did not know about this until basically six months before it was released in Japan. Did they call him up? Like, I heard you've been hiding it. <laughs> when they found out. So, so... Country mama. <laughs> The project ended up becoming more and more expensive as it evolved because when they wanted to add the rotation effects and the scaling effects, the Genesis uh, CPU couldn't handle it all. So they needed to add another chip inside this the, the Sega CD to be able to not a chip to be able to accomplish the goals of what they were trying to, to do. Like if you if you can imagine if you you remember the game Batman Returns, Batman Returns required. An extra chip to be able to do this the the, the scaling effects. Um, yes, yeah, so the, the scaling and, and and that was getting big in the mid to later nineties when the Genesis was kind of on its last legs, right? Put it, putting out its last things, but uh, uh, Castlevania. One of its last games, the scaling effects were fantastic. And that was on the Genesis alone. So that's actually a good point for us to make regarding what the Genesis could do with software scaling versus what the Sega CD was designed to do. So it was really influenced by Nintendo, Nintendo's decision to enter the the 16-bit race, and then also 
the uh, the NEC NEC uh, PC engine and also the Turbo Graphics 16, which is the American version of that, which had its own Sega or excuse me, which had its own CD module that attached to it. So the Sega CD released on October 15, 1992 in North America. It launched with with three Make My Video music uh, FMV games, a compilation disc of older Sega Genesis games. Yeah, Sal didn't see it. <laughs> look, Sal, look at... Look, follow the bouncing ball. Pause. Okay, Dad, you're of it. No, you're good, man. We are in shambles right now. That's all good. <laughs> That's okay. It launched also with Black Hole Assault, which was a fighting game, Soul Feast, which is the Sega... CD version of Soul D. One of the greatest shooters of all time. Sewer Shark. Sewer Sharks. And Wonder Dog. Hard as hell. Oh, Wonder Dog. That was JVC too, right? That published that one? JVC published Wonder Dog. Dog. So I want you to think about that. The Sega CD launched with these games, right? Yikes. Well. And then the other thing. On launch. On launch. On October 15, 1992. Now, just so that you know, every (laughs) magazine that was circulated at the time was talking about Sonic 2. Sonic 2 released November 24th, 1992. So literally a month and nine days after the Sega CD released, the biggest Genesis game of all time released. Yeah, and and why why would they do that when you have a 16-bit console in competition with a 32-bit console? It makes no sense whatsoever. that, That was the death of Sega. Is, is they were well not only that. So the we'll history into, of the we'll Sega CD. I'm getting through this before. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm not even finishing yeah. the bullet points. <laughs> we we have too. I'm going to say it right now. We got too much to talk about right I'm now. I'm going to say it right now. That launch lineup right there. Oh, especially going into the holidays that year too. Going into the holidays, that launch lineup. The system retailed for two hundred ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents. But did it? Uh, and which it, was, it was which was three almost three times what the Genesis was. Yeah, it was packed in with Sewer Shark, right? The model was it. Um, the Model One, or so, maybe some versions were, maybe after. It's possible. I don't know. I don't have the. I, don't, I yeah. didn't. I didn't make a note of that or what it packed in with. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. it was definitely. It had like Sherlock Holmes consulting detective. Ooh. It had um, with the encyclopedia. It had like the, the double had, disc. Yeah, it had like the CDG disc with like the music on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had a couple of those things, but nothing that would like knock nothing your that, socks off. So, yeah. so, so and you when say, you have a Genesis game that is the biggest game of all time, that's getting released day and date. In every every region, basically, right except for Japan, which was three days earlier. It was earlier in Japan. Yes, it was three it was. three days earlier in Japan. It was November twenty first, I think. But the fact that you had the biggest Genesis game of all time after Gen- Sonic the Hedgehog one releasing within a month, basically, of the Sega CD that shot the Sega CD in the foot, and then on top of it, you did not have a killer app for the Sega CD. Yeah, I guess in hindsight. You know, I guess if they really wanted to make the Sega CD like the thing, they they would have put Sonic Two on it. I guess if you look back at they it, should have. Well, they should have. They, they should have because the Sonic problem is that Sonic, Sonic CD Sonic didn't CD. show up until a year later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. When, when you the, can't do that when the thirty-two bit consoles are well under well underway. This the the three DO was already right there. The yeah. Jaguar oh, was God, already right 3DO. there. Oh my God, dude! Yeah. He's, wow, he's got it. So, so, but the point being is that Sega <laughs> found a way. Now, now, we're talking about the business decisions. We're not talking oh, about business. We're not talking about the system and and the games that we loved on it. But in terms of Sega itself, and you think about the downfall of Sega as a hardware maker, right? 
those decisions that was that, the genesis of it those decisions that caused the downfall really started with the Sega CD when you think about it no it definitely did that's when people started losing trust in uh, in the, the so, name Sega so, so what happened the brand. what happened with the death of Sega is because <laughs> well, tell of, us. at that th- at, right at that time as Sal is saying <clears throat> you had the Dreamcast you had the no. 30, you had the 30 no, the Dreamcast was not even a glimmer that was like well, eight okay, years later. What, whatever man listen what got me was Sega <laughs> spoken released, like a true politician yeah whatever Sega 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 released these standalone doesn't things, matter like the 32X Okay, the 32X on launch was what two two hundred dollars one ninety nine. I think something like that. Right. So you had to buy the Genesis for X amount of dollars, and you had to buy the 32X. And does anybody remember that games were seventy dollars? Has anybody done the computation on what seventy (laughs) dollars? Computation and dude, seventy dollars in nineteen ninety five was like probably a hundred. I was there. So this is the original model of the Sega CD. Look at this behemoth. Gen Gen one. I pulled it out of my mom's root cellar. It was in a box. I don't know what a root cellar is, but it sounds interesting. The bulkhead. Well, 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 right. In these old houses. As Marshmallow goes away. (laughs) He's fading away. Marshmallow is fading away. His head is stuck. I'm melting. (laughs) Sal, you don't have a root cellar? A bulkhead. Is that what you're saying? The bulkhead? The bulkhead? Okay, no. When you open the bulkhead before you go in the basement, there's a little room off to the side. That was called the root cellar, and that's where people, when back in the day, when they did canning and they did all that stuff, they I wanted gotcha. to preserve. So like a storage area. It's, yeah, it's a oh, little, okay. yeah, it's a little storage area. Yeah, 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 I gotcha. I but, gotcha. Yeah, it, it was in the root cellar. Like, look, up here in New England, we have root cellars and mudrooms. We don't have those in Florida. We have alligators <laughs> and mosquitoes. I don't have a root cellar or a mudroom. <laughs> yeah. And I live in New England. I never heard of a mudroom. You don't have, you don't have a mudroom? No, because some houses do... Which is like that pre-room. It's kind the, of like the, the pre-room where you take yeah. your take your. It's almost like a three seasons room before you go into the house. Yeah, exactly, it's what it is. You right. take your crap off, and it's it's the mud room. You yeah, take, you take your muddy crap off, so your house floors. We oh you, okay. You, you now, don't wear shoes into the house when it's wintertime. I, I understand. Yeah. Oh, you mean you mean on your back deck that area before you go into the back door in your house? Yeah, but, but it's closed in though. No, I'm talking about yeah. I'm talking about yours. Right, right. Yeah, when okay. it, when it, right, you come up the deck and you go in the little porch area. That's yeah, called that's okay. called a mudroom. You ever been to James Ouellette's house? <laughs> Same thing. Same. Bro, I was at James Ouellette's house. I was I was cooking. You could have said anybody's name. Uh, well, James, I cook I cooked dinner for his parents the other night, and it was real well, nice. Speaking of James Ouellette. <laughs> Do you know his mom is the <laughs> the only one that wishes Speaking. me a happy birthday? His mom is the only one that texts on me on March sixteenth. On March sixteenth, <laughs> yes, sir. Which is, yeah. So, which speaking of James Ouellette, <laughs> the Sega. Did, did I just open a can of worms? No, you, just, you, you just guys said, just started laughing. Like the I Sega know. CD was it, remodeled. It just has nothing to do with anything. In 1993, <laughs> <laughs> we're off the rails. The Sega CD was mo- remodeled in 1993. To look like this, which is a side loading unit to was, the to the Genesis two, the Gen Gen two version, correct? But it also does Gen, work with the Model one. Gen also two, does work Gen with the Model Genesis, one, which Gen is two Sega which CD. is really hokey. Have you seen a Genesis two? Have you seen a a a Genesis? 
A Sega CD one with a Model Two Genesis. I have not. Oh yeah, because it's just that big gap on the it's top. It's psycho. It, yeah. it looks that like it. Not. Well, we can do it right here. <laughs> I have a Sega CD one. You have a Model Two Genesis. Let's see what it looks like. Right. Yeah, but this is my on. Sega Genesis let's, one let's, and my Sega well, CD. Come on, show us. What let's it touch them. You want to? You want to see what it looks like? We're I doing. I do. Uh, you're, you're we're talking, doing a live touching. You're, you're talking right. about that gap. So let's see what you got here, Sal. Pause. Salvatore. So this is what it would look like if you yeah. be, be, be easy because these one these tabs are messed up. So I don't. But want that's it not to yours. This is not yours. I don't want it to mess up yours. <laughs> I'm not worried about mine. All right. Well, let's not connect it then. Let's just okay. leave it like this. Yeah. This is what it would look like if you connected a Sega Genesis two to Gap, a Sega CD. Gap in your Genesis so my C got to fit. It, it, <laughs> does a does a does a Sega Genesis one even connect to a Sega? It does, it does but you need it a con, you need a special connector unit. Well, to, show us what it looks like. <laughs> It looks like a bastard love child, is what it looks like. Yeah, monkey dance. <laughs> this is a... <laughs> yeah, that doesn't look too good, no. man. No, so you, you got three it's, it's actually a, a really good analogy for Sega Sega's decisions itself. So if I can interject, as a company. So actually, when I got my when I got my Sega CD was from a video game store in the Norwich Town Mall, which I still can't figure out what the name was because it was only there for like a year. Uh, it was at the end, and like everything in there was blacklight. And I bought my, I paid ninety dollars. See how quickly mine went together, rather than that one there. <laughs> so I paid, I paid ninety dollars for a Model Two Sega CD with a Model One Genesis, and it came it's with com combined. Yeah, and it came combined. with Sewer Shark and Streets of Rage for ninety yeah. bucks. And, and I remember, and I for some, I actually yeah. like the Model One connected right. to the Model Two Sega CD. You guys want to know where I got you this? Do. I do. I, I don't know. Wait. I just I just kind of like the way it looks. Because I, I like the way the Model 1 Genesis I, looks compared to the Model 2. I got, I got this set up at the good old Jewett City Flea Market <laughs> for about 90 bucks. Back then? Yeah. Oh, wow. Pops bought it but, for Yeah, me. I guess that makes sense. Because yep. I was probably around when I got... Because I got Pop, mine. Pops bought me the whole... The whole shenanigans. Because I got mine after you had yours, obviously. Because you were the only one that you were the only person that had a Sega CD. I think so. No one, no one had a Sega yeah, CD. Yeah, no one had it. Yeah. And that's and, an um, awesome 32x, by the way. And we we can talk into 30. We could talk about the 32x. <laughs> you know, we could talk about anything. <laughs> we could talk about a lot of things. It sucks. I only have limited time here because there are many, many things I would love to talk about. So, and then and then Sega also released... Which, that that is mine. You guys come down to Florida. I we'll, think this we'll was in 19, again. I think this was in 1995. This is the Sega CDX. Oh, it's, wait it's, a minute. It's a Sega CD and a Genesis wait, combined. It's a Genesis and a Sega a CD combined. Okay, okay. I've seen a lot of stuff, but I have never seen one of these. It's actually can, a portable CD player, okay, too. Yeah, can you okay, explain to me how this... You can put a Genesis cartridge here. In there. And you can put a Sega CD cartridge And here. it also the works discs, yeah. with the 32X. Because you and, can, and also you can put do a 30, you use this you, with the thirty two X? You can stick a thirty two X. Well, if I ever get to talk, I will. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute! Wait a minute! You can stick a thirty two X in this thing? Yes. Are you serious? And it'll work. That's pretty cool. So that's pretty cool, man. <laughs> so actually, so that thirty two X I just picked up recently that I gave you the box for. Yeah. So I don't remember ever looking in the box of mine when I got it, but so this one had the the this one had the like instructions on how to connect all your different Genesis to the 32x. So they they plan to make a um, Neptune. A, no 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 an adapt like a to extend 
So the 32X wouldn't sit right on top. Oh, on the so, CDX. So you couldn't open the CD door. Can, can, oh. can you show it? Would sit, it would sit up higher, so right, it wouldn't block put, the CD you, door. If you put the 32X and like, in, you can't right. open the CD door. <laughs> that's kind of what you're getting at. Well, no, that's ex- actually that's exactly what put I said. The 30, put, we'll put the 32X in and show us, man. Well, I don't know me. You you can see that the CD door only opens this far, right? So let, let's like Jojo, the out of control circus we're, boy. We're, we're, we're talking about it. Right, listen, you wanted you invited me over. I'm gonna give you. Oh you gosh. wanted a show. I'm gonna give you a show, man. Hold on. <laughs> Look at this thing. Does it fly? So Does it fly, Sal? It, <laughs> it looks like it's about to it take off. It looks like a flying saucer. So it, it does work, but so they originally had so, planned to make a, an adapter look, that would make you, it sit higher. You you can no longer. You can only open it. You can't play Night Trap with that. Yeah, yeah. you can only open it this far. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so would you? Would you? Would you be a? I don't know if you ever heard that. A mensch through the a, a fine, the four times fine, I've tried mentioning it. A fine young cannibal. And then look at how much more space you get when you open it that way. So yeah, yeah so they never came because obviously the 32, like who had a CDX and was getting a 32x. So right. they had plans to do it. And there's actually, um, there is, because I ended up, I was like, did that ever come out? Because I want one, obviously. Uh, there's a site that makes, they, they 3D, they just, they f- like found like the, or they just figured it out themselves and they, they 3D printed the, uh, like adapter piece. Did, did you, oh, really? It's like, 20, it's not, it's like hey, 20 bucks. Did you show them the R switch with video trading post? <laughs> go, go grab it real quick. If not, I'm going to grab it. Well, no, so, so, it does just come down. While we're talking <laughs> about hardware, uh, there was something that I didn't bring up when we when we talked about pickups before. Oh, I already know what it is now. So, <laughs> see, that's so you, you actually called me the other day. It's like, oh, I got a surprise for the show. I'm like, what do you mean? Well, Sweet. it's like a thing, but like, you know, it's kind of it's kind of related to the Sega CD. So I picked this I was like, up. Can't you, I was like, can't you just like not say anything and just make it an actual? See, I would have been Dude, so what, much more what, surprised what, if you didn't say anything. And I don't want you to so be surprised. What, what, I want you to have delight. What do you have? What so you this have, is a JVC. I want all the bad things to happen to you and only you. <laughs> this is a JVC XI. I picked this up a couple of weeks ago. Did you? Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. And you just you just had it sitting around? Were you waiting for? So I've, I've been playing video games my whole life. I've never heard of a JVC XI. Wait, wait. So you got it a few weeks ago were you holding out for the a podcast to reveal it or no you just told me that you wanted to do sega cd i know but you didn't even mention to me when you, that you got it i know i was weeks ago it wasn't like i didn't want to mention it i just never got around to saying it and but then you, you literally and everything you get you're always like yo i just got this or i just got this but you never mentioned this what, what, no. what is this just, six, just six, because do you, do you feel slighted no it's just weird that you didn't uh i think you feel slighted everywhere well, no 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 because I, I didn't know I if think, you were like holding out for this episode no like, randomly it just happened that you said that and i was like Oh damn! Like I can actually mention this. So I picked this up from Brandon at Retro Junk. He got this oh. ten minutes before I went there to, to drop off a train set, a Disney train set. A train, oh, that- se- a train set or a train wreck? <laughs> oh, it was brother. I've had a few. Was this a separate day? <laughs> was this a separate day from when you when you said you had a Vectrex, or was that the same day? The Vectrex came a different day, oh. but I didn't, I didn't end up buying the Vectrex. But this is the JVC XI. So JVC. It, made it, it, the Genesis yes. with, or made the Sega CD with the, with the with oh, Sega. Oh, we, we're doing a JVC callback. That's right. <laughs> so this actually um, is a Sega Genesis and Sega CD all in one, made by or, or with JVC's logo on it, and so it also does uh, karaoke. So there's karaoke inputs over here that we As can use. Everyone was doing that back in the day, right? On there. 
But let, let me tell you, I've got it a, works perfectly. I've got a badass karaoke machine at my house. Apparently, <laughs> 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 really, I'm fire it up. Well, my wife is Chinese. Well, your wife, your wife so is you Chinese. Of course, you have a karaoke. Yeah, yeah. It's, all, it's, it's how just it goes, Dwight, <laughs> Dwight Yoakam karaoke hits. It, it's everything. Hey, I can sing Chinese songs. All right, well. I'll, We're not going to do that here. After the podcast, <laughs> after the podcast, put it on the list. I'll put it on the list of things to do. So, so this is. There were only some people say ten thousand. Some people say fifty thousand units. Either way, this was sold at Brookstone. Okay, or and, and, Ooh, and, and, and Brookstone. And, yeah, you can get your continuous waterfall there. Yeah, and, and a JVC yeah, exercise. It was, it, it was, <laughs> and a foot massager. Yeah, what, yeah. what was the, uh, the, the the shiatsu massager? What's the other one? Sharper image. Yeah, yeah it yeah. was sold at places like that. This okay. was like a high end sort of like specialty thing. That you'd, you'd get in your in-flight... Uh, it was on Sky... New- yeah, it was, it was like the, 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 the... What's the... Sky Mall? In-flight catalog, the yeah. Sky Mall. Sky Mall. Ca- yeah. Like, this would yes. be the thing that you'd have there. And so it was a specialty item. And it just so happened to be at the retro store that I went to that it got traded in 10 minutes before I got there. So... Can I ask for a price, my friend? Hello, salutations. So I, I, I paid <laughs> about going price. About going price. I paid 400 Oh, wow. What? It's that much now. Well, yeah. Well, what, I remember what? looking like a few years ago. So, at so it, even like I, I even like them. five years ago, it was three hundred. So it hasn't actually gone up that much, considering the inflation that we've seen over COVID. Right. So and now my next question. Yeah. Well, actually, no. You don't. You don't need to do any mod to it, right? Nope. No, because it just uses it's got, the, R, it's got RGB included. Because it uses the model too. And and, too. and, uh, and right, right, right here RGBs. Oh no, that's a uh, just EB. And this is one of those that uses. A th- you can use a 32x, but you're not going to be able to play games like Night Trap. Dude, dude, no way. Wait. Well, no, you can. You just you have to well, disconnect that. N- Night Trap was just like a CD game. Yeah, but Night Trap uses two discs. Wait, do, do you remember there was? Oh, oh, oh you're, do, okay, do you guys you're right. remember there was? Or no, the Sega CD version is the only. Or the, oh, you mean the Sega CD right, 32x right, version? Right. Oh, okay. Sega, yeah. Right. That's I, what I was just getting. I'm not sure you if had, that has more had, than one disc. Sega CD. I feel like we're having three different conversations. Right. I'm sorry, South Trent. Just clarify, clarify something for me real quick. We've had 32x games. We've had Sega CD games. There are also in existence Sega CD 32x. Correct. Games. So yeah, but what the what a mouthful. We are doing it. Sega penetration. <laughs> Bro, There's like was, eight different Sega CDs. What up was here. Sega doing, man? So we own every. Now, did Sega you know that this was what I was going to show after we talked last night? No, because I, I just assumed it was like some high end Sega CD game because we were talking about Sega. Because I said, when did oh, you realize that it was? Right, right when you like whatever uh, uh, three seconds before you. Okay, all right. so good. So it out, wasn't pulled right. it out. Pause. So I didn't complete completely. No, sour. no, no. All right, so. We talked about how it was remodeled. There was about 145 games released in the three plus years it was in North America. I thought there was. Why did I think there was like 200 total? Oh, including Japan. Including Japan. Oh, I thought there was 200 no, in the U.S. Though. Just nope, 145 North games. But I counted them up last night. I literally went <laughs> line by line. I counted them up. <laughs> oh, okay. North America. But in North in North America. North America. America. 100. 1.4 million units sold in North America. 2.24 million units sold worldwide. So two thirds of the units were sold in North America. Yeah, well, of course, yeah. That surprises me, not Japan. The best in, in well, Japan, the Genesis wasn't huge. The Saturn was, it, it, was big in Japan. Yeah, it really wasn't huge. The best and most notable games include Batman Returns, Snatcher, 
Pop Full Mail. <laughs> You're reading like a Wikipedia article right here. Sonic CD, Final Fight CD, Terminator. Also, did you know? Soul Star, <laughs> Lunar 1 and 2, Silpede, Silpede, Night Trap, and KO Flying Squadron, which is the most expensive game, averaging $3,000 right now complete as of as the K- recording of this podcast. KO Flying Squadron. KO yeah, Flying Squadron. $3,000 wow. just for yep. the game. Many Genesis games were enhanced to varying degree, including Echo the, Echo the Dolphin, uh, NBA Jam, Pitfall, The Mayan Adventure, Earthworm Jim, Lethal, Lethal Enforcers, Sh- uh, Samurai Showdown, Mickey Mania, Mortal Kombat, and Spider-Man. <laughs> I, be- I bet you all go down. Some were more successful than others. Oh, yeah? And it could be combined for enhanced <laughs> versions of games with the 32X edition, famously the version of Night Trap has, has been, you know, has much better fidelity and screen size than the original Sega CD version. Which I have the original one, and you have the 32X version. I have the 32X version, which I found at Goodwill for $10. Those were the days. What, what, what was that most expensive game you said? Because I'm pretty sure I can find it at a flea market in Florida. <laughs> I don't really? think you can. Oh, yeah, no. I'm pretty sure I can. What was it again? Because <laughs> next time I go there, I'll KO go. Flying Squadron. KO Flying Squadron. I'll show you a picture later. Dude, dude if, if I find that down there, I'm shipping it straight to you. <laughs> I would... I, I would appreciate that. <laughs> um, it famously requires an extra power adapter, including a third power adapter when used with the 32X. Sega even released a special Sega power strip to handle it all. It's famously called the the Tower of Power, or as I like to call it, the Voltron. Ooh. The last game was Demolition Man, released on November 15th, 1995. Oh, was it really Demolition Man? Mm-hmm. I was going to say that was one of the... The Genesis ones. They yep. the Sonic CD was the killer app, even though it shipped 13 months after the system shipped. Uh, most sold game released over a year after the after the release. Um, it's expensive compared to the base hardware. Poorly conveyed value through software in the beginning. Poor marketing, and it released too late. But having great. said that, <laughs> it's a great system. Having said that, why do we love it? Mm. Well. I mean, there are, like, really great games for it. I gotta go shake hands with the governor. You go shake hands with the governor and come back. <laughs> Trent and I are gonna carry us forward. Yeah, we'll be pretty We're gonna hold it down, as they say. Yeah, just not each other down. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I mean, the thing is, there's, like, so many, like, great games for it. I mean, it's, I'm not, I don't want to compare it in terms of, like, you know, the Jaguar was bad, but, like, I, there's still awesome games for it. There's, like, really a ton of, like, awesome games for it. You know, like, Soul Star, as you're, like, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's like, the pinnacle of the Sega CD of what it can do. So, Core, core Design, game. which created Soul Star, is the most preeminent developer on the Sega CD because... And Battle Corps. They created so many games. Pugsy, or, no, 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 not Pugsy. BC Racers. That was, uh... Pugsy was was um shoot, Psygnosis. Psygnosis. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, which ended up getting purchased by Sony, um, and made Wipeout after that. Oh, all right. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. But you're right. I mean, there's there's some really good experiences like Final Fight, uh, spe- yeah. uh Final <clears throat> Fight CD, see uh, a Fail Fury special, uh, the conversion of lord lords of thunder is on there all both of the lunar games are on there so there there's there's pockets of it but the game that i always come back to is batman returns 
And the reason why I come back to that is because that game showcased the value of the Sega CD and it came out too late. Mm. Like that needed to be a launch game when you think about it. Because the, the, what did it come out around? I mean, I'm assuming it came out close to the Batman Returns. I'm not that you probably know offhand, but it, it probably came out around the, the Genesis version. It came out around the Genesis version. But it had the two completely different. You know, it, I, I don't know. It's just like one of those systems that, like, at the time, I mean, because I remember everyone was, you know, you just say, oh, it's just a full motion video. Like, none of the games are great. They're just all video, like, clicking. Like, you well, know, what was the value proposition? Games. You know, that's the thing is, what was the value proposition of the Sega CD? And when you showcase Sewer Shark as the value proposition, because yeah. I remember when I went over to Josh Narkowitz's house, which he was the only one who had a Sega CD. Yeah. And that was the game that he he showcased for me was Sewer Shark was Sewer Shark and and that so was, that was a hard game. It just had no value. It was just it's not even it's barely a game. It, 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 it's right. not. It's, so, it's it's an FPV and you basically just push buttons on prompts when yeah. it tells you but, to. But it was a gimmick, and we all knew it was a gimmick right away. And when you have Sonic Sonic Two releasing in November of 1992, and then the games on the Sega CD are in excess. Make my video, <laughs> yeah. Marky Mark. Make my video, crisscross. Make my video, and Sewer Scotty Shark, Pippen. and Wonder Dog. Like, okay, Wonder Dog was a traditional game. Is Wonder Dog better than Sonic Two? Nobody would ever say that. And it could have just, so, just been on the Genesis too, right? So, so, so the value proposition was completely thrown off. Batman Returns was released in May of '93. If Batman was released at launch, and I dare I say included in the packet. Right, that'd be an odd game to include as a pack. Yeah, but still, if that was included as the pack, and that tells you, hey, listen, this system has value. Well, that goes back to my saying they should have published Sonic Two on the Sega CD. Imagine if they did that with, with CD Sound. Yeah, well, I guess I guess basically you would say it would have been Sonic CD. We wouldn't have known it as Sonic. You know, it, right. it would have been Sonic Two, but especially when it got to the little uh, zone, like that would have bonus, bonus that zones where you had the three D effects and all that, that. would have. Um, the, the special levels? Yeah, the special effects where you're running down the freaking the half pipe, basically. That would have literally taken the Sega CD to the so next level. So it's not level. the half pipe. It's the one where the aliens have the 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 gem, and you have to kill them by jumping into them. The Chaos Emeralds. Yes. Right. Had to get the Chaos Emeralds. Right. But if, if that had released at launch, that would have been a boon for the system. But it just goes to show that that was... You know, you had Sega of America and Sega of Japan, and they weren't talking with one another. They were at odds with one another. They were almost adversarial. Oh, yeah. There were even reports of Sega CD1 units that were lighting on fire because they were using audio CD motors instead of ROM CD motors, the ones that can take and handle the constant access that's going on between a ROM motor. And so what happened was... With <laughs> yeah, the, I, re- I was going to say, I remember, I remember when we would... We were playing like Terminator or Eternal Champions, and when it would load, you could just you remember you could hear you could hear like the disc spinning in it. Right. It was like the thing had a this, five speed transmission. This thing, in this JVCXI, you can't even hear it when it's loading. That's pretty. It's, cool. it's completely silent. That's pretty I know, cool. I, not that I would know. Or, it still has the same loading times, right? It's not like better. Or right, hard. because because in terms of the the speed of the motor and all that, that's the same. But still they the same. but they used high quality they used high quality stuff. So. You know, this is this is the start of that downfall. But at the same time, there were some really great things. Core Design really developed their chops on the Sega CD with games like Battle Morph and Soul Star, 
Um, I can't even remember the countless others, but there were just so many games that they made. They, they were the preeminent developer on the Sega CD. And, and when you combine it with other other popular games like the Lunar Series, Sonic CD was the best-selling game. It had that CD sound, and it also had levels that could go into three different directions. There was a lot of different things that the Sega CD could do, but they pushed so far into FMV that it kind of derailed the the vision of this of the console because the whole idea was well we're just going to we're just going to record these videos and make that gaming and that's what's going to prevail yeah. and that just wasn't what that was it was just a gimmick it wasn't really reality people were playing they were playing Sonic 2 they were playing games like Star Fox by the time the, the Sega CD got going right there were other things going on the the 3DO was coming out the next year it was a console that arrived too late for its own good. It should have come out with the system, almost like the TurboGrafx-16. Then it would have been able to develop a little bit more traction. And it got started too late, and by the time it got started, the Genesis was already half over. Yeah, by but it probably would have been less. Yeah. less by, 19, by 1995, you had the Sega, the Sega Saturn that was starting. So you have the Sega CD, the Sega Genesis, the Sega 32X, the Sega, the Sega Game Gear. The Sega Saturn, all at the same time. You have a dog that's crying right now because he wants to go. I'm like, dude, dude, what, what is that? Is that in my imagination? That's nothing to do with Sega. Has nothing to do with Sega. You've got but, some good microphones on these things. Yeah, well, I mean, these, these are the MXLs. I mean, these are these are the pros. But, well, yeah, they're. But but you yeah. look at look at this look at this table. <laughs> look at it. It's a mess. Look at it. It's look a mess, at, look, and that's well, an analogy for what Sega was doing. At the same time that they were producing wonderful software, they were muddling it up by screwing this up. And Nintendo saw this, and they said, you know what? Why can't we just create these effects in, 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 in software? Donkey Kong Country lit the world on fire, and it was created on a... a um, what, what is it called? A, uh, what it, it was on the FX chip, I think. No, the FX chip is is uh, Star Fox. Star Fox. And stunt it race, was the stunt S- race. Yep. Stunt race yeah. FX. Stunt race FX. But the, but the the Donkey Kong Country was made on the same workstation. I don't, I don't know that the Nintendo sixty four oh. was created with. I, I, I know, uh, but yet they, about, but they, I don't know what they took three models made. and they turned them into two D sprites, but they looked three dimensional. Yeah. Correct. And if you look at a game like Donkey Kong Country, it's legendary. I, I actually was in the Don- the Donkey Kong Country and, and you got the music stuck in my head at, at, at Blockbuster. But that game that game was transcendent. It took the Super Nintendo and accelerated it to another level that we didn't even think was possible. At the same time, Sega's fumbling with its thumbs with the Sega CD. Right. Oh, yeah. It was just bad decision after bad decision, and the it reason why I'm so animated about it is because I love this company because it's my favorite <laughs> company in gaming history, and because they knew they found every which way to screw things up. Yeah, and yeah, Sega they CD did. was another was it was yeah. just was just the first step, like, bro, and then blowing it. They had Sega CD, 32X. <laughs> And Saturn all trying to come out on the same time, all at the same time, and they were all trying to compete against themselves. It's like that's what shot them in the foot, right? And, like, and, and Nintendo's like, you know what? I'm gonna wait for the <laughs> offensive line to open up this pocket, and I'm gonna run right through the middle. That's exactly we're what happened. Let them destroy themselves. Dude, I've watched so many videos of the downfall of Sega and why their downfall came, and that's exactly what you're saying, Sal. So. Is they tried to put too much in the market at the same time. And the value just wasn't there. Um, it, it wasn't. So for to, to buy the system, 
and get all the things you needed, all the cords and everything, and the the power strip and everything. You saw how much consumers crap, crap I brought over to get this thing up and running. Con, cons, yeah, consumers were turned off, and so this is a, one of the reasons why they failed. And it's a sad tragedy, but it's the reality. And we celebrate the wonderful aspects of it. If you get a chance to play a Sega CD, I encourage you. If there's any one game, I would say. Either Sonic CD or Soul dude, Star dude, or both. No, Terminator. Do you do you not have Terminator? I have the he Terminator. Does. You do? Yes. Do you have, do, do you have Eternal Champions? I have Eternal Champions. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, yes. no, because they weren't mine. If you didn't have them, All I right. was about to be stuck. So, so there are certain experiences on the Sega CD. Whether you have a Raspberry Pi or you have original hardware, I encourage you guys to try this stuff because this is the weird middle ground of of gaming between the fourth and fifth generation that allowed for some weird experiments and it's really really cool and it's an important part of gaming history so if you get a chance check this stuff out because i think you'll come away with a greater appreciation and understanding of the history of gaming especially on the sega side and so with that we want and, and what we went through growing up right these kids today don't realize what we went through with gaming it's, growing it, up. It, it's 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 very washed. It's very sterilized today. Back then, it was the wild west. It was the wild west, bro. So, so the wildest. We want to th- we want to thank you guys for joining us, Jesse. I'm thankful for you for being here today. Sal, thank you. Are, you you, you thank are you, for you, you are definitely a brother from another game show lover, and we're gonna keep in contact with you. Hopefully, if we can have you on another show, we're gonna keep in contact. But thank you so much for being well, here. We thank you guys for watching the show. Remember that everything that's good is it starts with what comes from above, and that's the Lord. And uh, we thank you for being here. Be safe, be happy, be healthy, and as always, keep it turbo. Always, always, always.